You're now listening to Chris Spiracy. Chris X Matt. We question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones. They fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 what's good, family? Welcome back to another episode of Crispiracy. It is your host, the one and only Chris X Matt. There's many Chris's out there, but there's only one Chris X Matt, and that is me, that is I. This is the only podcast where we continue to break the matrix. I want to give a big shout out to all the new listeners, everyone that, that stays here after listening to any of the guests that are on this podcast and that really just like what I'm doing. I appreciate you. Um, go listen to the last episode, Ready Player One. I'm surprised that just the plays is, is it's received with within the time that has been out, um, especially since it's a solo episode. And to me, that's dope. That means people are are tuning in whether I have a guest or not, and that to me is amazing. Obviously, the ones that have the good guests get the, you know, hundreds and hundreds of plays. Um, if you guys haven't already listened to the episode 33 episode, listen to that, please. That is with Brother Berg. It was an amazing episode, conversation. A lot of people responded to it. The The reception was amazing to it. Um, I gained a lot of new followers and subscribers from that episode. So shout out to everyone that is on that are subscribed to Conspiracy. And if you haven't subscribed to Conspiracy, please do so right now. Stop the episode, pause it, and please go subscribe to Conspiracy. Um, you can do it on SoundCloud. Follow the SoundCloud if you are on SoundCloud. If you have an iPhone and you have the podcast app, add me on the podcast app. Just search Conspiracy, and I will for sure pop up. Uh, leave a comment. Uh, leave some stars. Give me a five-star review. Shit, I don't know. Leave a one-star. I don't care. You know, just subscribe. Please do me that solid. If you're on oh, Spotify, bad me. Fuck Spotify. Ha. Uh, if you're on Google Podcasts, subscribe on there. Follow on there. If you're on iHeartRadio, subscribe on there. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube. And that's not really, don't get confused. You can search Conspiracy on YouTube, but the channel itself is not Conspiracy. It's Overly Blunt TV. Um, go check out my other podcast, the old podcast that I that I they used to do, the Overly Blunt podcast. That will eventually come back soon. Um, I don't know how soon, but it will eventually come back. Right now we're doing Conspiracy because I see it doing what it's doing. And I just want to keep making this more exciting for the listeners. And I'm going to continue doing that in my own way, in my own sauce. Um, I got I, I just have a bunch of ideas. I've been super inspired lately and creative. And I've just been really wanting to um, execute ideas that I have in my head. And I'm really about to bridge this gap. Um, and you guys are just going to see what I'm talking about eventually with, with, within time. So shout out to all the new listeners. I really do appreciate everyone. Shout out to all the new subscribers. Shout out, I see my listen, my listens going up, and I, I just, yo, it's dope. It's super dope, and I'm grateful, cause, uh, and I have to start showing love to the listener, the ones that actually do listen and are showing love. I can't always just focus on the negative and who isn't, who isn't posting my shit or who isn't showing me love. You can't. Why? Why? Why show them love? Or why even speak on them? I might as well be showing love to the people that are showing love to me. And I'm just reciprocating energy at this point. 
Uh, what's happening? What's happening in the Matrix this week? Shit, I don't even know what, what the fuck be going on anymore. Politic-wise, ooh, we got the Stimmies. We got a motherfucking Stimmy. That Stimmy hit. That Stimmy hit. That Stimmy hit. That Stimmy hit. What you guys doing with your stimulus, huh? What you doing with your stimulus? Um, I hope you, hopefully, if you need that money, hopefully it's of good use. Use it, use it to a good use. If you're just gonna get high off that money, shout out to you too. If you're gonna buy some weed, shout out to you. If you're gonna buy some mushrooms, shout out to you. Yo, if you're gonna buy some shoes and some clothes, shout out to you. Whatever you're gonna spend that stimulus on, shout out to you. If you got your stimulus, shout out to you. It's very rare that we get money from the government just like that. It's it's, it's shit crazy. You know, you go on your bank your bank account. And that shit really says IRS, deposited from the IRS. That's wild, because the only time that really happens is if you get a tax a tax return. So it's pretty wild that we've gotten three stimulus bills. And yeah, Joe Biden still owes us $600. I ain't forget. That was two k bro. That was $2,000 you were supposed to give us. Nah, not $1,400. Don't we? Nah, nah. But that, I guess they're trying to say that that $600 we got before was to make up. That equals a $2,000. But man, I miss Trump. <laughs> I just been so tapped out since Trump's been out. And at least Trump kept me somewhat engaged. I don't even like I don't even care to see what's going on in the political world or what all that shit, like the laws being passed or I don't know what the fuck is going on. I really don't. The whole the Cuomo shit. I don't know. I don't know. And it seems like I'm not surprised. Obviously, it's the Democrats. Like I knew the, this was, it was gonna go down this route, so maybe that's why I'm not as in, as interested. But if it was Trump, it kind of felt like there was a good guy at least fighting against the the powers that be. Regardless if Trump was part of the plan, maybe I'm not saying Trump was the savior, was gonna be the one, but it did seem he did give us the illusion that you know he was the good guy fighting against the evil people. So it, it, it kind of kept me intrigued because it was like, hmm, let's see how this shit unravel. But then the good guys, you know, won the, the, the WWE match. And now it's, it's, everything's going their way and people are, and it's, just, it's not surprising to me. It's not surprising at all one bit to me. But if you got your stimulus, shout out to you guys. I guess shout out to Biden and them for that, I guess. Um, I'll take free money, even though whatever is not free. It really aren't. I know money is a fucking fake. I get that. I get that. But it's money that, you know, it's money that you're not relying on. You didn't, it's not like you're sitting back thinking like, yo, when the stimulus hit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do this, 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 this. And if you are, that's kind of sad. But for those that aren't, like, for the most part, the, the stimuluses haven't even been consistent to, to where, to get to, a, to, they haven't been consistent enough to where people should get to a point where they rely on them. So you get, we've only gotten three. So if, you're, if you've been relying on stimulus checks to get you by, I don't even know what to tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. But the way I look at it is, oh, shit, this shit just hit my bank account. I wasn't relying. I wasn't expecting $1,400 today. But shit, what are we going to do? Let's go do something now. It gives you more of an incentive to do something with it. Yes, you could be smart and invest it properly. And honestly, you should. That should be the move. You know, I got mine, and I'm like, hmm, what should I do with it? What should I do with it? Thinking about getting some GG33 uh, courses, though. But then I'm like, Yo, do I really need that, though? Do I really need those courses, though? Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm, I know I'm smart enough to figure out some shit if I really applied myself. I know I'm that smart. I can do it. Um, 
And shit, maybe this info, this info gotta be out there. And you know, GG33 probably ain't the only source that's that has it. And if it has that many students, shit, some of the shit gotta leak eventually. <laughs> I'll wait for the leaks. Nah, but if you if you do need that stimulus check for whatever to keep a light on to get by for another month of rent, hey man, use it for whatever you need to use it for. And if for those that are just trying are looking to donate that shit, hey, Cash App is dollar sign Chris X Matt. Do that one time though if you're looking to give that up. I'll take that off your hands real quick. I'll take that off your hands. Let me get that. Uh Chrispiracy can use some funding. We can use some funding on this side. I want to give you guys a better experience. You know, send that over here. I'll take that off your hands. Um what else happened this week? What's going on in the Matrix? I don't even be keeping, like I said, I don't be keeping up with what's been going on. We had how the Grammys yesterday or the other day. I forgot when it was, Sunday. And who cares? <laughs> Beyonce, Megan Thee Stallion, who cares? Uh, shout out to my boy Kid Tony, you know. Embarrassment ritual complete. It is what it is. It is what it is. She won that Grammy. Not surprised. Hey, I don't even know if the baby won a Grammy, though. Did the baby win one? I don't even know if Lil Baby won one, but if the baby won one, yo, I need an apology from a certain someone because, uh, yes, that was right. But if he didn't win one, then hmm, maybe I should give someone an apology. <laughs> um, Today's episode, though, we got a guest for you guys. Yes, sir, we do. Uh, this guest today is going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting episode because we are going to talk about healing. I think I think everyone needs some healing, some type of healing. Um she is she does pull tarot cards. So I'm not saying I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna put those titles on her. I'm not saying she a tarot reader or, or a, 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 I don't know if that's what she wants to if she wants to claim those titles. But this guest does practice Reiki healing. She does a lot of energy work, a lot of remote energy work. She uh, pulls tarot cards. She does oracle cards. She does readings for people. She can do you a love reading. She could do you a money reading. She could do a whole general reading. So I'm interested. This is going to be an interesting episode because I have been, I've had a friend. Shout out to my homegirl, Poeta Street. Um, she was supposed to be on the episode with us today, but she's sick. So shout out to you. Hope you get better. She has, her uh, poet uh, Astrid has done a lot of, well, she's done some Reiki healing before, some remote healing. And if you guys have been listening to Conspiracy, you know, you guys are, even if you're familiar, and if you're familiar with my story, with the story that I had, that I experienced earlier last, I mean, last year, basically in August, I've shared it a few times on the pod. And if you want to uh, listen to it, go listen to the Metal Rooster episode and the Fala Azul episode and the Demons Are Narcissists episodes. I def we definitely talk about it on those, but basically, the stuff that I experienced, my friend was recommending me to go get some some energy work to get a cleanse, and um, just to get you know kind of like a just like a fresh start I guess, um, after everything that I went through, spiritually, so I never did it. 
I always, she always told me you should go look into it. You should, um, it will really help you. She and she told me her experience because she had gone through it, and that's why I really wanted her on this pod because she she has gone through it. And I wanted someone that has gone through it to tell their experience. And eventually, I didn't, um, I didn't sign up for it, or I haven't signed up for it. And then when I reached out to our guest today, she had mentioned if I was interested in a, in a Reiki healing and some energy work, and I took it as a sign. Because I wasn't looking for it. I've had, and the reason I, the reason I was avoiding it too, when my friend, when I studied, was recommending it to me, was because I started. I, I was, it was around the time where I didn't know if I can really trust spiritual people like that, like the spiritual community. I thought I was gonna get played. I don't know if the person doing my Reiki healing. I don't know them like that, so who knows if, if they're a good person to be doing this or not. And I just got turned off by all that kind of shit. So I didn't want to open up more, you know, more portals for other shit to come in. So instead, I kind of just backed away from it and said, you know what? I'm not going to do my, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. Like, it's fine. I deal with it myself. I just heal myself. Whatever that meant in my head, I just went with, I went with that. And um, so when I, when I reached out to my guest today, I asked her, um, well, she asked me about that, and I kind of took it as a sign because now I felt like it was coming to me. And I've been experiencing a lot of spine issues since I turned the since the day I turned twenty seven. So to me, I've kind of and the, and and based off what happened in this house, I kind of feel like something's still lingering around and it's like on me. So I do want to get some sort of cleansing to an extent. So I have been thinking about it and the fact that she, you know, I I I just recently have gotten better. You know, I've still been out of work. But I've recently gotten better. I'm I'm finally moving around and able to bend over and bend down and twist and turn my body the way I was the way I'm used to uh, you know before I got sick before I got injured. And so now I feel like that, that I'm back to that I'm back to like I'm getting back to normal. I'm about to go to back to work soon in like two weeks. So the fact that this is being presented to me now was kind of like I take it as a sign because it is again like a restart. A clan, energy healing is kind of is like a like a restart, a little a little restart to not like a it's not like a big ass restart either, but it, it kind of is just like a here, shake this off, shake whatever you have off, and here fresh start, go into the week brand new and and continue and see what happens. So I have been open to it. So the fact that it was presented to me, I'm, I've been kind of taking, uh, I've been kind of thinking about it, but I did want to talk to my my guests more about it. I wanted to uh, you know tell her why I would consider it. And um, I want to tell her why I would consider it, and I just take it as a sign that's being offered to me right now. So um, we're going to talk about uh, Reiki healing. We're going to talk about tarot cards. She is going to pull some cards for me today. Hopefully, she'll pull some cards out for the collective. We'll, we'll see what's up. But uh, today, I'm Chris Spiracy, and she also has a new podcast out, and that's the main reason why we are here today, because we are here to promote her new podcast. But today on Conspiracy, we're joined by the wonderful, lovely Healing with Nicole. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining us here on Conspiracy today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, so you have a podcast that just came out. Yes. You just, you just, you just started your own podcast. Uh, what, was this, what was the inspiration behind that? What got you... Uh, started what inspired it basically why a podcast now 
So I always wanted to do a podcast. Uh, there's a little backstory to it. I used to have a blog years ago called Beauty and Beer, and I would go to craft breweries and try beer. And I actually was a guest on a podcast. Um, and I just really wanted to do my own, but I really wanted to talk about my own experiences. And then finally, just in this 2021 and new year, I just said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do it and really just talk about my life and my experiences. And I feel like I hold a little bit of shame and some things that have happened in my life. But I think that through the podcast, I can heal myself and get over some things. And also my goal would be for people to listen and realize that they're not alone. Mm. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. To be more relatable. Yeah. You know, we're, we're all human and we're not perfect. And I think sometimes with social media and TV and all of that, we lose touch of the fact that we're not perfect. And we could and we all don't use, have to be. And we could all use some healing as well. And I and you're in your podcast is called Healing with Nicole, correct? Yes. So the focus on the podcast is, I mean, I don't know if you're really trying to heal people through it, but I can see how people can listen to it and heal through you no know, with the help of your podcast as well not necessarily that's your goal like you know it's a medicine so you can get through whatever but i can see people listening to it and getting inspired to maybe you know learn from you because i always say a wise people learn from other people's mistakes and smart people exactly. learn from their own mistakes so exactly and and that's basically what i want to do i'm hoping that someone listens to an episode they might share it with someone who needs to hear the message so it creates that ripple effect and that that's really my goal with it i was listening to your latest the the episode you just put out it's episode two is out already if you guys want to go check that out and i will have everything plugged for the people so they can click and make it easier for you guys but i was listening to it and you you did touch on um how um like people thought like all these people that do follow you right and that are reaching out to you that they're like, oh, and you tell them, you know, I once dealt with, you know, a, abuse or something like that. And they didn't, they would, they were like, whoa, that's crazy. I would have never thought you, you seem like you're well put together and everything. And to me, it's like, I like, I rather have someone that's been through it, that's gone through the motion that has experienced that to, to learn from them and hear from them and to have someone that's just trying to tell me, don't do that because it's bad for you. Yeah. I think there's more weight to it when I do talk to people, whether it's a tarot session or a distance Reiki session, and I do share experiences. Um, I think it holds more weight because I can say, Hey, this, I can relate to you or this happened to me and, and look where I'm at now. But I think just because it's like, you're a healer, quote unquote, I don't know if you would consider yourself one that they, they, they put you at a, at a different standard, you know, like you can't do anything bad. I mean, it's like, I'm human too, you know? <laughs> like Exactly. And that's the, that's the fear that I always had about calling myself a healer or giving myself that title because I am a human being like everyone else. And I think that people look up to people on social media, YouTube. I don't like to use the word influencer. Mm. But it's like people start to hold all, st complete strangers to all these standards. Mm -hmm. And it's like, look, I 
I'm not perfect. I've never claimed to be perfect. I have all these issues. And honestly, that was a fear that I had about putting episode two out was that people were going to judge me or not see me as a true healer because I had so many issues with addiction in my past. I appreciate the vulner the vulnerability though, especially if you are pr- trying to pursue you know healing work and, li- and little small words like even the way your 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 name is it's healing with Nicole it's not healing by Nicole and Nicole's not healing you you're healing like we're healing with you so just yes. little strength little certain words is you know matters too so I appreciate it because it makes you feel more human you know and and mm-hmm. and, 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 it, and it, it eliminates that illusion online of this person we can't touch and you know she's just a larp account that's just like healing and wants to take our money because you know she can do readings and shit like this and the game's kind of fucked up right now so i i appreciate episodes like this where we're able to connect more like okay you know she's human you know she had her troubles and it makes sense that she's now on this path she learned you know she learned the hard way yeah i definitely learned the hard way And we're still learning every day, shit, you know? You can relapse today, tomorrow, whenever, and that don't mean you should just fall back all the way down again. You should just, hey, bro, I fucked up today. Tomorrow's another day. I'm going to keep pushing. Exactly, and that's what I mentioned in the podcast. I, I look at recovery as like riding a bike. How many times do you fall off a bike? Even if you're an experienced rider, you might have that day where you do fall. Mm. You, just, you just get back up and you keep going. Mm. So, at what point did this spiritual journey begin? Did did all this you know spirituality stuff come into your life? Was it when you reached rock bottom, or when did it happen? Well, when I reached rock bottom with my substance abuse, I feel like I I actually hit rock bottom a few times. Mm. Um, the first time with. Um, with substance, with cocaine. And that really took me down a really dark path. Um, I started to realize that I didn't care about my life anymore at all. I only cared about the substance. That's all I cared about. The minute I woke up, the minute I fell asleep, I was high all the time. And when my friend, my friend was murdered and that hit me really hard Mm. that at any moment in time, we're not guaranteed life that started a domino effect for me, but I still wasn't fully into the spirituality. I actually ended up switching my addiction to another substance and going through some horrible experiences. And then I honestly can't even tell you how it happened. It just happened. I was on YouTube and I found, I think at that time it was like the Leo King. He's an astrologer. I'm aware of him. Yeah. And so I just started watching him and I was like, okay, And then I found Amber Kahn. Uh, She's a tarot reader. And it just started interesting me. I went to a magic shop. I bought a tarot deck. um, Started kind of just dabbling in it. But 
it was just on the back burner. I wasn't fully committed to it. It was just something I would do. I would pull cards here and there. Mm-hmm. For me, the healing, the Reiki and, and finding GG33 and all these other avenues of, of healing and magic and numerology was when, um, my grandmother had cancer. She had pancreatic cancer. She battled it for a few years and I pretty much dedicated my life to her during that time. And, uh, I was, I was pretty much living in a hospital for a period of time because she, she didn't speak English. So, I was her her translator, so mm-hmm. I would translate everything. And during that time, I was dr- I was dealing with uh, substance as well. I was drinking. I was drinking whenever I was not at the hospital. I was drinking mm-hmm. because I needed to numb myself out. I would, if I had a break, you know, one to two day break, I would just smoke so much weed and drink so much alcohol just to numb myself completely out. And it wasn't until she actually passed away. Mm. And I went through a lot of anger, you know, death is a really, it's kind of like recovery. There's, it's a process to dealing with death. And that's when it's really hard to explain, but it all just came to me. I found GG33 on Twitter. I found a Reiki master on Instagram. And then it just started just connecting to it and finding my power. And that's just how it, it all started. I never thought that my grandmother passing away would be um, what catapulted me into this whole journey that I'm on now. It catapulted you into healing with Nicole, or you were saying? Yes. Mm. Okay. So then you got so then after that after that event with your grandma happened, you transitioned over. Did you did you stop everything? You went cold turkey on all the substance abuse or you kind of were just gradually like, you know, I'm kind of drifting away from this or um, I had a really, when she, in her final days, I kind of, I also had a lot of suicidal ideation where I was thinking about just ending everything because I just couldn't handle it. I was like, I want I would think about doing cocaine while she was in the hospital. Mm. I would think about it. Like, but I, I would sit there and look at her and say, no, I need to be, I need to be clean. I need to be good. And I just went cold turkey on everything. Honestly, now I don't even really smoke weed. I used to smoke a lot. I started smoking weed when I was 13 years old. So (laughs) I'm 35 now. So that's like my longest relationship was with (laughs) marijuana. But, you know. um, That's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like. I feel like I abuse it. (laughs) I occasionally do because I do believe that it's medicine. It helps with, I rather take a hit than take an opioid uh, or a pill. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just how I view things now. Right. Um, But I did, after she died, I did go 
cold turkey. I stopped drinking. I stopped smoking cigarettes. I stopped smoking weed. I just, I went through a really dark period of finding myself and I needed to get everything out of my body in order to do that. In the pod, when you said that you all you, your whole diet consisted of cigarettes, ices, and <laughs> fucking what was the other thing you said? Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know what you said? I was like, God damn! I own a small fry. I was like, God damn! Yeah, I and I I must naturally I'm a small frame, but I was weighing under a hundred pounds at at my worst point. Damn. And that was my those that was my breakfast uh, energy drink. For lunch, I would have the Coca-Cola Icy with the small fry. <laughs> and that would be it. That would, I had no, my body, my body was pretty much shutting down at, at right. one point. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I was, I was hearing the episode and I was just like, yo, that's wild, you know? It's like, like you said, because I, you know, you don't, you don't know the backstory of, of the people that you're following and stuff. You know, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I'm following, I'm following healing with Nicole, but then it's, you, you get the backstory of that, and it's like, damn, that's, you know, it's real shit. People really, it, I, I, I like how everyone finds their journey. That to me is yeah. the more the intriguing part because we can't hold each other's hands to that destination. But it's mm-hmm. interesting when, you know, you're that's your story, you know, and then and we all have our own. It's, it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting because no one can force you on this journey. No one can say, "Hey, do this." For the it, longest, it I happens. was avoiding it. Yeah, for the longest, I was, I was like, "Black magic, white magic. I'm cool off all that. I don't believe, you know, just leave me out of it. Like astrology, that's cool. I don't care. You know, I just, I was like that for the longest. And then when I came across Gary, is really when. You know, he he was he made it more appealing because of all the proof that he would show too. Like, look, look, look. It this is how many coincidences. So that was like, oh, this shit really might be real. And also, you know, growing up, astrology and all this stuff has a uh, has like a feminine a feminine connotation to it. And when coming mm-hmm. across GG33, it was like, oh, we got alpha males. It's like masculine spirituality. Like, I like this. Like, this is hard. I can I can rock with this. And it kind of just flipped my whole perspective on astrology and and everything, just magic and the, the way you can manipulate energy. It just it fucked me up. It changed my life. Yeah, it's it's definitely life changing, and I think Gary is an, a very intelligent individual who also triggers you to just think differently mm. and and view things in a different way because we have been programmed since birth. And then you have someone who throws all this information at you and it's like, is it really, is this how it is? You know? <laughs> have you read the, the, like that matrix, that matrix book he has out? No, I have not. He has like, like two PDF books out that he, you know, that he, that he's compiled and put together with this, with it's not older already, but that, I read the one, the first one, it's about astrology and um, like basic astrology and numerology. And he gave all the examples of, you know, like like war, like just presidents when they go into power, when they get out of power or when they attack or you know, all the just the, the, the enemy years and all that stuff. So it was interesting to me when I read that because I was like, damn, all oh, this is proof of like history where numerology was applied and they really went based off numerology. 
So that's when I started believing him more. And then he started showing the money, him winning monies on parlays, applying numerology. I was like, okay, yeah, this this real because I agree when he says, yeah, you have a bunch of people out here that are warlocks and that are spiritual, that are spiritual and all this shit. But if you can't manifest, you know, materialistic shit, money, then like, how how true are you? And you know, you're a fraud if you can't. And you gotta respect that because it's kind of true to an extent. <laughs> yeah, for sure, money talks, and he he backs up his word with the stacks of cash that he posts people just hate him because his political views i feel like other than that they don't i don't think they really care he don't really get in the way mm-hmm. but i don't want to make this a gary episode hey gary if you're listening call my show <laughs> <laughs> i know you don't do small pods but bro i know you see my messages too but i know you be seeing my shit stop acting like you don't um so uh Tarot, how did you get into uh, the tarot, the tarot readings and all that stuff? Because that's kind of different, too, than astrology. And I mean, it kind of all correlates, but it's a whole different ballgame as well. So the thing with tarot is after my grandmother passed away, I ended up going through a really dark period. And I had found someone on Instagram who suggested that... um, using tarot as a tool Mm -hmm. kind of like getting through your day or a reflection of your day. And so when I bought my deck, I would just pull, pull a card and I kind of would just journal, Uh you know, this was my day today. This is the card that I pulled. Um, and I, I even did that before my grandmother passed away. The, the, the day of my grandmother's funeral, I was having so much anxiety. I was so anxious and I'm not taking any medication for my anxiety. So I was like, how can I keep it together and not totally fall apart? And I ended up pulling a card for myself before leaving to the funeral. Mm. And I pulled the devil card. Whoa. And I literally remember just staring at the card not understanding why this card came out. And so I kept shuffling and then the death card came out and I'm just like, what does this mean? You know? So it kind of, it kind of made my mind go somewhere else. And so I was so focused on what does this mean that my anxiety had gone away? And with the devil, I feel like the, the devil being pulled was, I had been chained to being the top person in my family, making all the executive decisions while my grandmother was sick. I was just chained to that. Everyone came to me and my family doesn't have a lot of kids or anything like that. So I'm like, all these adults are relying on me. And I think the death card was just, that was a period of time and the person that I was also mm, had to end, you yeah. know, that part of me had to die. Mm. And, um, and I, and I used tarot for a long time. I didn't do readings on anyone. I would just read for myself, you know, once a week I would pull cards for myself, write about it. It's funny because I actually shared it with some people. I always feel like it's very iffy. People can be very judgmental, but Mm -hmm. I have shared tarot with other people and people have used it for 
their mental health as well, or, you know, just to find, we're all looking for answers. And I think that this is a good tool to, to use the tarot is not going to be kind to you either. Sometimes I feel so called out by the tarot. I have to put the cards down and just walk away because the tarot like, is not going to be nice to you either. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm like, damn, like that, you the know, tarot be knowing, huh? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I was in a, I had been in a relationship with someone and we broke up and I was, I'm not going to lie. I was all in my feelings. Um, and I pulled cards. I did a reading and I was so angry because the cards basically told me this, this wasn't the person for you. Like this wasn't going anywhere. Mm. And I was so upset. <laughs> I was so mad. Honestly, I grabbed the cards. I put them in the box. I was like, fuck this. And I, and I laugh about it now, but it's also our ego and our, uh-huh. Our, our own things, our own emotional stuff gets in the way of seeing the truth. And, and the cards are very, very clear with that. And even when I do readings, I, I'm a cancer sun and a cancer moon. So I feel like I have to nurture people. That's just in my. Damn, you double cancer. Sheesh. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> you're a... 11. And you're 11. Sheesh. And I'm a Scorpio rising. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. I have a lot of water. Yes. A lot of emotions. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot. So I try to be very nurturing, but sometimes with my readings, I I get a lot of readings where it's like, well, is my man cheating on me? <laughs> and no judgment. I was at a point in my life where I was with a guy who was cheating on me all the time and I stayed with him. But Mm -hmm. when I send these readings to these women, it's, and men, I show them, here are the cards. I just want you to look at the cards and I, I explain each card and then I'll explain how they tie together. And it's like, here, you see this shady card right here, this card, what does it look like? It looks like he's talking to other people. He's doing sneaky stuff Hmm. and I'll get responses of, of, from people. They're so angry. It's not what they wanted to hear. And that's the thing. It's not about what you want to hear. Yeah. It's what you need to hear. I actually have some friends that are like, nah, I'm not down today. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see what the card is telling me. And I respect that. You know? I like, respect that as well because <laughs> not, not everyone wants to know. People think that you can tell the future with cards. I think that some people can, but I also tell people this. I can read, a, you know, I can do a reading for you today, but everything in life is like a ripple. Mm. You know, everything can change mm. if Let's say I was supposed to walk out my front door. I walked out the back door. Yeah. I already changed what was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And you have that control. Uh, I did a reading for someone. Her man was a cheater. And I said, well, if you love him, you need to keep it 100 and tell him that you're not down with this nonsense. You know that he's cheating on you. The cards are telling you he's cheating on you. Have you the- already knew the answer. Are the cards always right, though? Have you had instances where the cards say they're cheating and they re- they re- report back saying he was he they weren't cheating? 
I have yet to get that information. Mm. Mm. I, You're always be, right. It, They're always right. The cards. They, it's funny because one one person said to me, well, he does talk to a lot of women on social media behind my back. And I went through his phone. Mm. Okay, well, that that technically is cheating. Yeah, it's cheating. So I think some people it's a hard pill to swallow. But like I said, I've had I've had clients who sit who have real conversations. I'm like, this is what you need to say. If you want to be with this person, they need to respect you. If you don't like that, and there's some relationships that have worked out. And I do have people tell me their success stories. That's cool. I just, because of my past and things, I'm not that forgiving with cheating. So I don't know how I would myself move forward from that. But everyone is different and everyone's relationships Man, Nicole, all these, Nicole, all these hoes is staying. Stop acting like they don't. <laughs> Some do though. Some really do. But no, I, 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 I just, I, I went through that in my life. Yeah. I was with someone who cheated on me for years. Yeah. And it's not healthy. It's not healthy for, for the person being cheated on at all. So I think that's why I'm just like, I don't have the patience for it. I don't have the time for it. I mean, yeah, very, and it's a certain level of disrespect too, you know. So if you exactly. like, if you like to be disrespected, then go ahead, you know, stay, try to make it work. But if he disrespects you, like, I mean, a lot of times too, it's it's, it's corny. But guys, you know, we'll keep doing it until because they know they we know they're not gonna leave us. And then when they do leave us, yeah, you start moping and crying back for them. You might get them back, get them all situated again. And then you gonna go back to doing your fuck shit. Like, <laughs> that's the reality yeah. with 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 some people. I mean, some people change you know but some people it's just it's a i don't know if you follow hoodville on on instagram hoodville yeah hoodville Mm -mm. so he's like this guy that makes memes about basically how he just makes memes about like having multiple women or having multiple draft picks like he always and it's he has so many followers and i think it's funny i think it's comical but the reality is there's a lot of people who well if you're okay with it if you're okay with sharing your your person (laughs) that's your business but if you're not then that kind of sucks man yeah and they're trying to normalize all this perverted shit and girls to stay or girls to leave a man and be, you know, the man of the relationship. It just, it's, we're in funny times. <laughs> we're definitely in funny times. And I think for myself, because I can only speak for myself, the way that I was raised, my, my grandmother being someone that I've always looked up to, she stayed at home. She cooked every single meal for my grandfather. She would wake up. His breakfast would be hot on the plate when he got out of the shower and was, she would pack his lunch his dinner would be ready to go when he walked through the door she raised me for a period of time she raised my brother for a period of time she raised my cousin for a good amount of time she did all the laundry she cleaned she always looked nice mm-hmm. so I find myself being caught in this weird place because I do want to be an independent woman, but 
by independent, I, I have a job, you know, I do want to go to work, but I still, for myself, uh, I clean, I cook for my man, um, I make sure that everything is stocked up what he needs. Yeah. You know, that's just me. I think a lot of people have stepped away from that. A lot, yeah. But for for me, myself, I still want to work. Maybe when I have kids, think things will change. But I think it's important to cook. And yeah, I mean, my my man cooks too. You know, he grills. I I can't grill, but you know, <laughs> everything else I do. But I just feel like uh, there's this glorification of of women that don't cook, don't clean, don't have any sort of skills um but they just look good bunch of cardi b's exactly and (laughs) i i just it's hard i don't understand it (laughs) because i'm like what are you offering besides like a big booty and (laughs) wop yeah and so i but you know what people get really in intense over this topic of Oh, well, they're keeping you down. I take pride in having a clean home and being able to cook my meals from scratch. I'm not microwaving anything for my man or myself. Right. You know, I think it's more so of the uh, the argument would be more so that men expect women to do all that shit. And I can understand women being upset for that. Like you really just want someone to do what your mom did for you. So I get that aspect because I'm I'm not out here searching for like I, I don't care like if a girl's in cook that doesn't disqualify her in my you know in my in in my list just like if you can't do that cool I'm not looking for you to cook for me I'm not looking for you to wash my clothes for me but mm-hmm. it's different like if you enjoy doing that if you actually you know if you, that's the role you want to take then cool I'm with that because I did grow up like that too where my mom did everything for my dad both mm-hmm. my both my parents always worked but my mom always. Had my everything ready for my dad. My dad would just go to work, come home, eat, you just chill. He would do everything that he had to do outside in the garage, whatever, you know, certain just regular, just certain roles. And I get that we're in a place too where the gender roles aren't a thing. It doesn't mean that just because you're a man you can't cook, just because you're a woman you can't do yard work. I get that too. I think it's just that we just have to come to an agreement of how we you know how we want to do some shit. Yeah, and I and I really I agree with you on that because I think every relationship is going to be different. And that's something between you and whoever you're in a relationship with. Yeah. I enjoy cooking. I enjoy cleaning because I clean a certain way and it needs to be clean. I enjoy gardening, picking my vegetables and using them in my meals and things like that. Um, But that's me and I enjoy it. And there's no expectation for that. Is there anything Um, you expect your man to do though? Um, you know, this is the first man that I've dated who is very handy. He knows how to fix things. He knows. So I didn't, I've never really had an expectation because unfortunately I've dated men who just, I don't know, sold drugs or (laughs) didn't, you know, they would eat McDonald's or. He says sold drugs. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the first time I'm with a man who. I didn't have expectations and he fulfills a lot of mm. 
things for me. He, you know, he clean, he keeps the yard nice. He knows how to do stuff with tools and he knows how to cook. He doesn't expect me to do his laundry. He doesn't expect me to do certain things because he knows how to do it for himself. And I let him do those things, but I feel that for me, I need to take care of certain things. And those are the things that I take care of. And we like men like and women and men like to be taken care of. So I just feel you just have to find something that, you know, your partner likes and that's it. It's a two-way street. It is compromise. And that and to be honest, I'm not ready for compromise yet. That's why I stay single <laughs> as fuck right now. Because you know, like just trying to meet in the middle with someone right now is like, nah, we're we doing it my way right now, you know? It's very hard. There's it's a hard. lot of resistance with that. And that's the thing about relationships. Um you do your, your things your way. They do things their way. How do you compromise? Does your, is, your, is your man into like the spiritual stuff as well? Or he's super like doesn't give a fuck about it? So he's supportive. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really get it. So and uh, what sign is he? He's a Taurus. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he's very he. He's very stuck in how he does things. And he has Capricorn in his chart. I looked at his chart like when we first started dating. He does have Capricorn in his chart. So he's very <laughs> methodical. He's very s- stubborn with certain things. He likes things done a certain way. But he does support me. And I do share with him. Sometimes I, I like to do readings in the living room because I have a really big table and sometimes I'll just put the cards out there and he'll kind of look and say, oh, is that a good reading or something? But he doesn't fully understand it, but he respects it and he knows that I enjoy it. So he supports me. All right, have you become one of those? Did you become one of those uh, people that you look up the, the the person you find interest in their chart and all that shit before you pursue it more serious? No, no. Okay. I, I, yeah, I never did that with him. He's older than me, so I'm 35. He's seven years older than me. Okay. And we got set up like on a by mutual friends, but I didn't. That was the first time I was just like, I'm gonna go into this and just get to know him. It wasn't until we were dating for a few months that I actually asked him about his birthday and what time he was born and all of that. You know what's funny about knowing all that, like knowing about astrology, numerology, and all that shit, is that say you do start finding interest in someone, right? The, like you, you, you already gone on with them a few times, and you're finding interest. But then, say five months into you guys seeing each other, you find out their birthday or their sign or whatever, and it's like, and you know, it's like your enemy sign. You know, it's someone that was born that you're not supposed to be with. Does I like? What should that affect? The way you are moving with this person or, you know, how do you go? How would, how would you go about that? Because I don't know now. I'm, I get confused. Like, should I go against the grain or should I find, you know, I don't know. So, you know, what's funny is with that is before numerology and being introduced to the enemy signs and all these things, I didn't know. You just used to go in blind like, hey, this person. But now that I look back at some of my really bad relationships mm. i'm like oh <laughs> yeah, exactly that huh that was questionable and 
I don't know. I, I, I think that it's funny because sometimes people say, oh, July cancers are, are crazy and this and that. And I'm a cancer sun and moon, so I'm, I can be very intense. But I think who I was as a person, as a cancer 10 years ago to who I am now is totally different. I think that there are a lot of factors of where you are in your life, your life experiences on top of your sign, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like we put a lot of emphasis into like these beliefs that we, uh-huh. we, we make it, we create, we, we make it reality. So sometimes I feel like, oh, now that you find out this is your enemy sign, you start thinking like it's going to go wrong and you create that that rip where it starts going wrong or it starts going sad. I don't know. I know. What if it is just, you know, just the power of belief that too, you start overanalyzing it or it's like people who have kids. So I'm not going to lie. When I had my numerology reading with Wendy, she told me, Oh, you should, um, try to have a kid in the ox year, which we're in an ox year now. Mm-hmm. And I was actually, I really wanted to have children. I mean, I still do, but this whole 2020 kind of threw a a wrench and everything. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I have, it's only March, but at the same time, it's like, I don't want to stress over having a kid in this year because then I would have an ox kid like me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's sometimes it's too much. Like I didn't know that my enemy month was my own birthday month. Mm. And I was like, what? So how does she break that down? How do you, how do you try to, you know, avoid that or make it better? It's so funny because I was so shocked when she said that to me, because I, for years would always get all of my friends together to meet up at like a brewery or a bar. It would just be a whole group of us. And she basically was like, you need to lay low in your birthday month. (laughs) I was like, what? That's what I mean. Like, how much much do we make it real or not? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, it's just... Because I, I know I'm, I'm I'm year of the rooster, so my enemy year is cat year. The last cat year was 2011. I graduated in 2011, but I wasn't a big accident in 2011. So I'm like, damn, that's because of my enemy year. So little shit like that, you know. I started I started mm-hmm. podcasting 2017, the last year of the rooster, and I didn't know about all this. It, I was it was just happening subconsciously. The matrix was just matrixing, and so when I figured out the information, I was just like, oh wow, that makes sense. This shit really might be real. But then when it comes to stuff like this. It's like, how real could it be? Like, what if I'm just creating that, creating it because I believe that this sign, you know, is my enemy? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It gets real deep because sometimes I'm like, okay, so. I mean, kids don't, people don't plan their kids. Some people have enemy. Right. You know, their kids are their enemy sign or I think that your podcast with, um, metal rooster mm-hmm. he said i think he stated that one of his children was an enemy sign yeah he did and no one planned i i don't know i mean i know some people like to plan and do the c-section on a certain day but what about just letting things happen naturally yeah 
I mean, it would make sense, like if you know, if it hit, I think it's his, I think it was his daughter that's the snake. I mean, the rooster. I mean, the cat. So if, if she if they end up if she ends up growing up and they do have like you know problems in the relationship, that's probably would be the reason why. Like it's your enemy sign, bro. Like you guys are you guys are always gonna bump heads. You know, it is what it is. Maybe, but maybe. Then, and then he had a his son's a snake, so he had a he had a soulmate and an enemy. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, is is the soulmate kid your favorite kid? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> but then you know, Gary does say numerology supersedes astrology, so I'm trying to figure out who my enemy numbers are, and that's something you have to sign up for GG33. He wouldn't tell me that information. <laughs> oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I never even thought about that. Yeah, there's negative numbers. You have your negative. I asked him that question. I'm like, who? What? What numbers? That wouldn't I? Should I get with? He goes, Oh, I can't answer that. I was like, wow, <laughs> I want to know, bro. There's just so much information. There is. There really is. Um, what can you tell me about myself, you know, for my signs? I'm a, I'm a Scorpio sun and Aries moon. And my rising is in Cancer. Oh, your rising is in Cancer. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. That's so funny. So I'm not huge on astrology, but I do feel like, I relate to certain signs, but I always feel like I can know when someone's a cancer. When I heard, I was listening to your podcast and you talking, uh-huh. I, I was like, wow, he's really like, you're very confident. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's that something when you talk, I don't know what it is when you talk and things like that. I'm like, I think he's, he has cancer or something. Yeah. My rising but, is. Your moon is what? I'm sorry. My moon is Aries. Oh, okay, so fiery Aries. That's interesting. It's a cardinal sign. What's a cardinal sign? So the cardinal signs are Cancer, Libra, Aries. I forget the other one. But like the cardinal sign is is it Capricorn? I think it is. It might be. Yeah, I don't know that much about astrology. I have a bunch of astrology books, so that's what I reference. But Aries Moon, so how do you feel you handle your emotions and things? Mm, it depends. It depends who's who's causing the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Uh, I'm very, um, I think I respond a lot in my area. I think the way I respond to a lot of people is in my Aries, in my Aries way, where it's just, it's very like fierce and direct and mm-hmm. I don't hold my tongue and I kind of like, then I step back and like the next day I realize I shouldn't have said that it was too much. I should have thought about what I said, but that's and your son. What's your sun sign? Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. See my, so are there things that you really are private about i feel like yes. scorpios can be so mysterious yes 100 100 that's how I, as a rising i don't want to be i have this weird thing so i have this healing with nicole page and i i show my face but sometimes i don't i would love to never show my face i don't know if that's like a scorpio thing but i just want to be hidden in the shadows i don't want to be seen uh-huh. i don't know if you can relate to that but i can <laughs> but that Aries moon is the is what makes me just want to be out and like I don't you know not not be to myself. Well, yeah, because 
I feel I have a I grew up with someone who is an Aries and she's very successful and she I just feel like she's so easy to talk to. Um, and I just feel like with Scorpio, we can be very like hidden and not really want to talk. Yeah. And I think that's where I get my sensitive from my sensitiveness from too. I'm very like you know how Scorpios look tough and everything, but they're small as fuck. You can step on them, you know. So that's how that's how I kind of relate to it too. Where you know I have this outer shell where I look hard from the exterior, but you know I, I can get emotional too. You know I get in my I get in my little sad bag. I want to <laughs> express it. I want to show it, but you know I do have that little that little emotions in me. I think your pa- your passion and. Be, you you get the, you have like this energetic vibe. I think that's from the Aries moon. It's just interesting stuff. And I just pulled up my chart too the other day, and I'm just looking at it. And like my Venus is in Libra, so my outside. Venus is in Gemini. Yeah, my home the the guest that I, the home girl I was supposed to join us today actually. You know, I was I was I had a, I reached out to her for about like a dream because she kind of interprets dreams sometimes. So I was I've been dreaming about you know a girl that I was I used to talk to and I've and she's been I've been dreaming about her more recent often now and I don't know why you know like it just out of nowhere start I started dreaming of her and and I've had probably dreamed about I probably dreamed about her like five times within the last six months or something and I usually never remember my dreams because you know I smoke weed so I don't really remember them but I have been remembering just her face in the dreams when I wake up so I was I reached out to you know my my friend and and I'm telling her. And uh, you know, she's she started breaking down my chart a little bit, and we started talking about like my my love my love my love planet or whatever. So with Venus, and you know, she's breaking down how how it affects what I'm going through right now because since it's in Libra and how I am with you know women and just being no no just it was just interesting because I was like huh that's interesting because that's, that's super relatable and she got a, she kind of nailed it too on this on this on the spot with the whole interpretation of the dream. I was like, I'm, I, I really wanted her to join us, but she's kind of sick right now. So I was like, oh. yeah, I'm handle you. When you have dreams, do you wake up and write them down? or? I don't. See, I just started writing my dreams down because in the, after I, st- so once I stopped smoking weed, my dreams started coming back. But like I said, I would just smoke way too much. Before they get I vivid huh, when you stop. Yeah, the whole reason why I was smoking more as a child, I had really vivid dreams, but then I would get night terrors. Mm. And then around that's I started smoking weed at a really young age, so then I wouldn't really dream. And now I I just have some crazy dreams. Like last night I dreamt that I was in a in an arena and they were handing out blue tickets and red tickets. And then there was like a staircase going down and the staircase was black with like gold thread, like in the carpet. But it was so weird because I was going down the stairs and then all of a sudden I decided I didn't want to keep going down the stairs. Like there was like a few stairs or steps left and I was like hanging off to like jump off the staircase. Mm hmm. And then I woke up and then I'll, it's funny though, because I wake up and no matter what the time is, I'll find like a little piece of paper and I'll just scribble <laughs> what I dreamed. And then later in the morning when I actually wake, I'm awake, I'll try to read my handwriting and figure it out. But 
maybe you felt like there was something unresolved with that person that you've been dreaming about. Well, we, I was trying to figure it out because we did leave off on good terms. We we closed that chapter. It's not like we left, you know, without any answers or anything like that. So I felt like I closed that chapter, and um, I have like I don't think about her every day. It's not like I it's not like I, I haven't thought about her today at all. You know, I, only right now because I'm bringing up the, the the conversation with my friend, but. It's not like I'm sitting around all day just dwelling on how she doing. I wonder how she is, you know, hope everything's good with her, you know. But the fact that she has been coming out of my dreams recently, like, I don't know. Because she is a cancer as well. And she's an 11, oh. she's an 11 LP. She's an 11 LP. So I'm like, I don't, what if she's, what if, you know, that's a, that we're, they're trying, our, our souls are trying to, you know, just talk to each other, communicate. And I don't know if it's, I don't, so that's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Is it, should I reach out to see how she's doing? Is she, is, is it, a, is it a call or am I opening up a door that I shouldn't open up? You know, like, should I just leave it alone? So I'm just trying to figure out how I should like go about it. But I don't, I don't sit all day just thinking like beating my head over it. But it's just, mm-hmm. inter- it's just interesting because I did think I was going to be with this person. You know, I did think I was going to be, I was going to settle down with her. Um, I got super comfortable with her. I got super vulnerable with her. I kind of, I opened up too much and I felt like, you know, when you open up to, now, looking back, it's like when you open up too much, sometimes, you know, it gets taken advantage of. And it's like she knew exactly where I stood the whole time and she played it to her advantage. And so I, so I, and I'm not mad. I was mad at the time when we first stopped talking, but eventually we we reconnected and and we and we talked about. I told her how I felt about her just leaving and everything. So it ended on a good terms. We ended off on, you know, night. It was thank you for being in my life. You know, you did what you had to do. You made me realize things about myself. I appreciate you. Have a blessed life. You know, that's how it ended. So now that this is happening, I'm kind of like, what the fuck going on? Why am I dreaming about her? But my friend told me, she's like, well, maybe that's just your conscious telling you that you're missing some type of intimacy with someone because that is the no. last person that you were like kind of, well, not the last person I've been with, but the last person that I was intimate with and well, laid up with and cuddled with, not just not just to meet up and hook up, you know? So that kind of, I, I agree with her on that. Like, I could probably be it. You know, I have been missing that, just trying to build with somebody and, you know, grow a relationship with, with someone. I've been. I kind of missed that, and I want that. I'm not gonna lie. I want what I've saw growing up my whole life, and my mm-hmm. dad. My dad's never been a womanizer. He's never disrespected my mom. Never cheated. On, I've had. A, my parents enjoy each other. They enjoy their company. They love doing things with each other. So I saw that growing up, and I thought I was gonna have that with this with this girl, but she ended up, you know, going back with her baby daddy, which you know it is what it is. But it's just weird. I don't know why I'm having these dreams. I don't know what. I don't know what the universe is trying to tell me, or if I'm just thinking about it too much. But who knows. I think sometimes dreams just have these, you know, they have little messages. It could just be like you said, maybe, or like your friend said, you're, or maybe it's time that you are in something more serious or not just like, you know, getting it in, but actually being with someone, talking with someone. Relationships are so there's so many layers to it and maybe it's time that you try to pursue something with more depth than just um and then it gets it gets harder in that area though now because my uh-huh. standards have gotten higher i can't be with like i, I don't want a chick that's that needs me for her happiness or needs me to complete herself I'm trying to just join forces with someone that's already that is already comfortable in their own skin and knows what they want in life or, or not even not even exactly know what they want, but just 
at least, you know, they're figuring themselves out and they don't need me to help them figure themselves out. I don't want to fix somebody up, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then the yeah. fact that like, I do want someone that's more into, um, the same kind of views as, as far as when it comes to like the stuff that's going on in the world or even, yeah. even the things like the way I eat. Cause I don't, I don't eat animals. I don't consume and all that stuff. I, I would want a chick that kind of matches me and I'm making it harder for myself. And I don't mind that. I'm not like, Oh shit. You know, I'm, I like being picky. I'm glad that I'm picky, but I'm making it harder for myself too, in a way, and I can't blame no one but myself. And I'm still immature. I'm being honest. I be honest with I'm honest with myself, and I know that I'm still immature. And I look at looks. I still look at the physical. I have not let I have not letting go of you know the physical and just trying to connect with their spirit and their soul. I still need that attraction. <laughs> so I'm battling. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like with that relationship, you? your cancer rising was really strong. Like you were really emotional and open and yes. affectionate. And yes. you guys were like playing house. I think that's what cancers <laughs> love. I yes, love that. She did. She decorated my whole house for Christmas. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, she did. And then it's like your Scorpio side is like, why did you do that? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was, yeah, my stinger and my stinger came out. That's my struggle because I'm I can be so soft, but my Scorpio, I'm just so cutthroat. Like, yeah, I feel you. No. Yeah, I'm very rude as well. I can get rude. Yeah, it's like, no, I don't. Yeah, it takes time. There, you have time. It's I'm not in a rush can, at all, but in a, yeah, there's no point in rushing it. It's gonna happen because honestly, all my relationships that have happened have ha- just happened. I, I'm not, I'm not that dude that's sliding in DMs. I'm not that dude that's mm-hmm. constantly online trying to pick up. I, that to me is weird. Like that online first interaction and then meet you in person is weird to me. I much rather you know meet you in, on in real life first and then I get your socials and then we can go from there. But I can't slide in DMs. Like certain shit is just weird to me. And I be seeing that my, my homies, you know, how they be they be getting their shit off. And I'm like, y'all really don't give a fuck, huh? Like, I, maybe I should be like that. But I know that's not me. So I don't, you know, I, I don't do it. But. Yeah, it's really strange. I I have followers um, who send me pictures of themselves. <laughs> oh my not, God. not nude. It's like, I've actually had that happen. And I just, I don't even respond. I just block them. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I had a guy send me, um, a naked picture of himself and I responded and I said, why, why did you do that? Why did you think that was appropriate? Why did you think that I wanted to see you naked? (laughs) And I think that I completely embarrassed him because he blocked me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why do you think I want to see that right off the bat? Like, and got something else. Just dudes, just dudes, just take their shot. That's the way we look at it. You know, take your shot, bro. I to me is I don't know. I just that's what gives guys the bad rep though. Like shit like that. You know, <laughs> doing certain weirdo shit like that. That's why it gives it gives everyone else a bad rep. And guy, and then certain chicks always think that guys are just trying to get it in and shit. And to be honest, sometimes I just enjoy female company because female energy is dope. Sometimes it's not. I don't like being around men all the time. I want to have mm-hmm. some chicks around, and I don't want to necessarily fuck you. You know, we can just chill, talk about some astrology. We could. I, I can. I can talk y'all lingos too. You know, we could. Let's talk about it. You know. Yeah. So that's how I look at it too, because I don't always want to just be with my homies listening to hip hop and smoking. You know, and all like that. I, I, we could mm-hmm. do that. But I also want the you know I want to chill with the with the ladies too sometimes, and it's hard to find the, the girls that just just 
that just know you just want to chill with them because they always eventually think you want them around because you're interested in them. And sometimes it does end up like that, but sometimes it's just we just can we just, we're just homies, yo. Like relax. I wish that people would normalize just having friendships with the opposite yeah. sex and not just thinking it's going to be something sexual or romantic. Because when I'm with someone that I'm really attracted to, like that last chick that I, that I'm, the one I've been dreaming about, I was so into her. Like, she marked everything off my li- – her looks were li- literally just the icing on top because it was like, damn, everything, that the way you are, the fact that she was OCD, every little thing, like, you exactly what I would want. And you're fucking fine, too? Like, bet, say less. And then it gets to a point where – uh, damn, I lost my channel of thought. See, that's that weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was she also um so are you vegetarian or vegan oh, i had i had just started my journey when i was when i was with her so oh, okay. I, I i had gone vegetarian like the first year we were talking and then we kind of stopped talking and when we started talking again um i had i had gone vegan but she was she, we she was my coworker. that's the thing too that's what was hard because i would even when we would, when shit would go south we would still see each other at work. She would still flirt with me. We were still flirt with each other. So it was until I finally left the, the department that she was in and I went to a different department because I was like, I can't be doing this to myself because I really want to get over you and I can't because I'm seeing you every day at work and we fucking flirting and talking and all this shit. <laughs> yeah, that just it makes it complicated for sure. But anyways, Nicole, it's not a relationship episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I like it though, cause no one's really heard about my relationship side on 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 this on the on the podcast, so it's a, it's a cool little cool different side to give to them. Um, it's cause you're talking to a cancer, and we just people. I feel like people are so comfortable talking to cancers. Yeah, I like strangers. Well, for when I used to go to bars a lot, I feel like people would just talk to me just about everything. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's just talk. Let's just talk. Yep. I feel that. I feel that. I'm usually always the talker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad listener. I really am. <laughs> oh, gosh. Really? I love to. I don't mind listening. I like talking, too, but I really don't mind listening. I, I'm, I, can't, I have to force myself to listen. Like I have to remind myself, like, bro, let them talk. Let them, you know, relate. Just let them. Hear them out. It's not always about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so um let's talk about this healing work that you do you do reiki healing reiki energy healing yes is there different types of healing or is it just like it's just reiki healing because my friend did ask me like oh what kind of what kind of a healing does she do and i just told her oh reiki healing i don't know there's different types of energy work or what so there are different types of reiki there's fire reiki there's um, I just learned that there's like uh, Christ Reiki. Some people tap into the Christ um, energy of Jesus and do Reiki. Mm. Um, so I actually learned Reiki from Shannon and her handle is radical Reiki. Mm-hmm. And um, so she teaches, um, she teaches Reiki, but in her own way. So that's why she kind of calls it radical Reiki. It's not completely following every single traditional Reiki um, 
guidelines, I guess you could say. So there's symbols in Reiki that you use. And so in the non-traditional version, you can flip the symbols or write them in a different way. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting how I came about the the Reiki. I don't have you ever had Reiki done? I haven't. Or, okay, so um, basically with Reiki healing, so because of the situation that we're in right now, I don't do in person sessions. The only in person sessions I do are actually on my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, for example, in an in person session, the person would be laying down on their back. And you position your hands, you know, over their crown, over different parts of their body. Um, and that could be, you can touch them, you cannot touch them. Um, like the feet, like at the ends of the, at the feet, you can hold the feet, the knees. Uh, I personally like to hold the hands as well. That's just something that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really hard to explain until you actually go through it. But the I started receiving Reiki after my grandmother passed away. And um, it's just when you're receiving Reiki, you can feel a shift in temperature. You can feel energy kind of traveling through your body. Some people experience um, memories that come up, thoughts, feelings. Um, and that's kind of how it goes. I'll like with my mom, you know, I'll put crystals in her hands, crystals around her. So I'll create like a crystal kind of grid depending Mm -hmm. on how she's feeling um, and work with her. So she had a work injury. Um, She fell at work. And so I try to send energy to the side of her body where she had gotten hurt. Um, And my mom and my dad did, didn't know anything about Reiki and, when I did it the first time on my mom, she was so shocked. She was like, I love this. I want you to keep doing this. So I do that with in person, but if we were to do a distance Reiki session, which is what I do with my clients, I would send you an email, just letting you know what time I'm going to start your session. And the best recommendation is to be laying down ready and open to receiving being comfortable, having pillows, having a blanket because your temperature can shift. Sometimes you might feel cold. Um, And then I'll send an audio file or if you have your own meditation music that puts you in that meditative state, use that or you can use what I send you. Mm -hmm. And on my end, what I do, and this is just how I do it, I have a mat that I roll out and I put crystals where each of the chakras go. So I have a crystal for the crown, a crystal for the third eye, a crystal for the throat, heart, solar plexus, sacral, and root. And I have that. And so that kind of gives me an idea of the body. The end of the mat is the feet. The top of the mat is the head. And I just go through and envision you on the mat and I send Reiki healing to you in that way. And it it seems far-fetched. I use symbols to tap into because time and space aren't real. When you experience distance Reiki, you realize that time and space are are an illusion in some way. Mm. (laughs) 
but then I feel certain things. So if I do a session and, and let's say I'm over your, your arm. So when I'm doing a session, I might be like, okay, Chris, I'm starting this session with you. We're going to tap into your energy, send you Reiki healing for your highest and best. If any angels, guides, positive entities want to come in and send a message, I accept it. I start and I, I talk out loud because I'm by myself and I'll be like, okay, I'm sending Reiki to your arm. I'm sending Reiki to your bicep, to your tricep. That's how I do it. Mm. I'm sending energy to every layer of you. I will send Reiki to your blood. I will send Reiki to your joints. Um, some people don't do it like that. That's how I do it because we're, I'm sending it to you on a cellular level as well. Um, I'm sending it to your, to your mind, to your thoughts, to your, to your ego. And I just go through each part of the body and out loud, I, okay, I'm going over your hip and your, your, your hip joint, the, and I'll go over your, your knee. And I do envision myself holding the knee and I'll say, I'm holding your knee. I'm sending Reiki to your knee. And then while I'm doing all of that, I might feel sensations in my body. Mm. And so, for example, on a recent session that I did, I felt a pain in my arm. It was like a quick pain in my arm. And so what I'll do is I'll, I'll take a quick note and then continue. I might feel sadness. I might feel, I've actually had tears come I've been over like the legs. So a lot of, there's a lot of meridians in the legs. So we hold a lot of past traumas or memories in the legs. And so I was going over someone, the back of someone's leg and I actually had a tear like fall. And so I write that down. And once I go through the, I envision you laying on your back, then I envision you turning over on your stomach. And then I go, you know, your kidneys, your, your vertebrae, your, and that's where I'm sending Reiki. And I'm just going all the way through each thing. And then once I'm done with that, I will balance out your chakras. So I will send energy to your, your crown to each of your chakras. And then I will feel where there is some resistance in some of your chakras. And I'll write that down as well. So then once we're done with the energy portion, I always recommend people to set a timer because sometimes you might doze off <laughs> because you're so relaxed. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, we do a zoom call and in the zoom call, I'll ask, is there anything you want to share? How do you feel? And that's when, most people will be like, whoa, I felt all these things. This is so great. Or I cried or I had racing thoughts. And then I will share, well, I felt this. I had a session where I saw a dog. So I saw my brother's dog pop in my head during the session. And I was like, I told her, I was like, so um, I saw a dog. Did you have a dog? I don't know why. I felt like a lot of happiness when I saw the dog. Uh-huh. And so I was, I told her, I was like, well, the dog that I saw was my brother's dog, but I love that dog so much. So I'm wondering if you have a dog. And she was like, well, I had a dog that I really loved. 
And so I don't know if there was something there, like mm-hmm. um, an um, a unresolved emotion. So it's really interesting what comes up. I sometimes I'm, I'm afraid to say things, but I'm just like, look, I felt this. For example, I had someone I was doing Reiki and I was over the I was over the stomach area. Mm-hmm. And I the first thought in my head was acid reflux, like stomach acidity. Mm-hmm. So I wrote it down and I kept going. And um, then I got like really racing thoughts. And I know I always have to differentiate. Is it me or is this like a message for them? And so I wrote it down. And it was so funny because the person who I had done Reiki on said, well, I did have some issues with stomach acidity because I just recently had some issue with onions. And I don't know why I'm having an issue with onions. So it was really interesting because there's no way that I would have known that. I don't know these people are, and it's, everyone's experience is different. Some people fall asleep during the Reiki session. Some people have really intense colors that they see. Um, They get images in their head that, you know, of things and they are like, oh yeah, I saw like a bird flying and I saw this. And I, some people say that they see me, that they see my face when their eyes are closed. Wow. Yeah. And it's really hard to it's really during hard. their session. I'm, so- I'm sorry, you broke up. You said it's really hard for what? Um, it's really hard sometimes to put it into words, like what you're going to feel, because everyone is so different, and everyone's experience is so different. Yeah. But the how the are the reviews good? Do people actually they get they feel better after you're done with the session? Yeah. So I always tell people, um, like I said, some people cry, and I always tell people this: things are going to come up because we're moving energy in your body. So if something comes up that makes you upset or sad, sit with it, process it, understand that it's energy moving in your body drink lots of water mm-hmm. and just pay attention to the signs and the thoughts that you have. I have, I'm really thankful. I have received a lot of positive feedback. It is something that not a lot of people are familiar with. So it's not like a tarot reading or a card reading. This is, this is a whole nother level of, um, of healing of working. Right. And- so if- for those who don't know, can you break down just the concept of Reiki itself? Like you kind of just explained the process, but like what, why would people get Reiki healing? Okay. So Reiki is, and I will, I have, I figured that we were going to talk about this. So I made some notes here that, so I would not miss anything on it. Um, so Reiki actually started in Japan. So that's a little background of it. But what it is, is Reiki is all about this, about energy. We all have energy. And it basically is the healing, the laying of the hands and a touch healing system. Mm. So 
some people might say, oh, you're going to like tap into someone's bad energy, but really we're all energy. We all have energy. I'm just the conduit that receives the energetic life force that is Reiki and I pass it on to mm. you okay. per se. Um, so do, do you have to be well versed in it to do what you do? Like you said, or can I do my own Reiki healing or how did you know? Okay. So that's a really, that's a great question. So with, Reiki one. So when I took Reiki level one, it was just the exploration of understanding that everything has energy, you know, mm, um, animals, okay. plants, I have energy, you have energy. Um, every living body, every living thing radiates some type of warmth and energy. So when I took Reiki one, the Reiki level one, the way that I was taught is that you're just learning about how energy is in the body and, and feeling the difference of energy in your own body without practicing necessarily on anyone else. You can just practice on yourself. I practice Reiki, uh, on myself. I probably should practice on myself more, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's, it's really hard to explain, but you know how sometimes with yourself, it's hard to be real with yourself and you're like, am I feeling that? But when I do it on someone else, I can definitely, um, feel the difference. But Reiki one is all about understanding the, the placement of, of energy and how the beautiful thing about Reiki is that it's a totally positive thing. It can't cause you any harm. You can't harm somebody by doing Reiki. It's this very positive, energetic experience. Um, but it's it's all it really is is that there's energy all around, and you're tapping into this energy and just sending it. But I'm not depleting my energy by giving you Reiki, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it's it's so for me reiki is just such a um interesting topic because i feel like i understand it more because i've experienced it right um and it's really hard for me to explain it to someone who hasn't experienced it but really with reiki one it's all about how to apply the energy how to do self-healing how to understand that there is this energetic life force that we can tap into that's all around us. Now, level two, which I'm a level two, I have not received my Reiki master. I'm just a level two. Um, some people don't go on to their Reiki master uh -huh. um, because so basically with how it's traditionally taught. If you are going to become a Reiki master, you definitely want to dedicate your life to it and teach it to others. And I feel like for myself, I have a lot of work that I still want to do um, before going into a Reiki master. Uh -huh. But I... I definitely do enjoy it. And 
with Reiki level two, it's, or some people call it the second degree of Reiki. You are able to do distance sessions. You are able to send Reiki to, for example, let's say there was a point in time in your life where you weren't feeling good. You can send Reiki to the past. You can send Reiki, let's say you're going to have a job interview and you know where you're going to have the job interview and, and the building and the address and everything. You can send Reiki to yourself on that day at that time. What? Yeah, so it's... There are concepts that it's really hard to grasp. And sometimes it's like when I try to explain to like to my parents, they're like, what are you talking about? But it's like time and space are fake. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's like a whole nother thing. But I feel like time was created to control us and, and all these things. But you can do so much with you can you can heal yourself on a physical level with reiki you can emotionally heal yourself with reiki you could go back in time so i'm going to share this so when i did my podcast about my substance abuse uh -huh. that had been something that had been weighing on me for a really long time because I felt guilty about it. I, a lot of things. Right. So when I was done recording that podcast, I actually sent myself Reiki when mm. I was at one of my lowest points um, with my substance abuse. And I just sent myself Reiki at that time. And what I believe it does is it creates this healing of the past and it's just rippling to my present. Mm, I like that. So you can do, there's so many things you can do. You can, um, I don't know if you, have you heard of the Akashic records? Yeah, I have. Yes. Okay. So there's people who will go into the Akashic records and send Reiki to mm. past lives to, yeah. I, I don't have that. Um, Akashic records part of it, but you can do so much. You can, let's say like my mom, you know, she got physically hurt. I'm sending her, I'm sending it to her, her hip. She hurt her hip. Um, but then you can tap into an emotional thing. Can I stop like you right my, there real quick? Yeah. Um, if you're sending someone Reiki healing, they have to accept it though, correct? You can't just that send is it. correct. Okay. That yeah, that is not something that uh, it's that's that's a really good um, question because I've had people say, "Oh, well, I want you to do Reiki on my friend." No, mm. I need them to come to me. It's that's not. It's a it's a big no no to try to do Reiki on someone. Now, I've read about. Um, People who are, you know, who are dying and things like that um, and trying to get the permission to practice Reiki, even with animals, they say that you should try to see if there's some sort of resistance with the animal before you do it. Mm. Um, it's funny. I did an in-person session with one of my friends and her dog was just so relaxed during the Reiki session, like came and laid down right next to me. Mm -hmm. 
because animals feel energy too. They're, Correct. they're very much aware of, um, of all of that. I mean, and you can send Reiki to the chakras, you know, if one of your chakras isn't balanced and that can also trigger an emotional response. Mm. You know, if you're, you're like, if one of your chakras is blocked, for example, let's say your, your root chakra. Mm -hmm. So if your root chakra is blocked and I'm like, okay, well, it feels like it's blocked. I'm going to send you Reiki. You might feel some emotional things come up because depending on where you are with your root chakra, let's say your energy is excessive. You might feel stuck. You might feel depressed or if your energy is deficient, you might be a fearful person. Um, discon you might feel very disconnected. So in the healing process, and that's what a lot of people don't understand is that healing isn't necessarily like, these unicorns and butterflies and feeling happy and feeling great. Healing is a process where it can take you to a place where you are going to feel uncomfortable mm. and it can trigger some emotion. Um, sometimes when you feel a lot of panic or not feeling well physically or mentally, depending on the types of feelings or the types of thoughts that could also lead back to your chakras as well. So I, I definitely think that for me and my services, I try to talk, a, you know, I spend 45 minutes sending you Reiki and then for about 20 minutes, we talk afterwards to try to pinpoint what you can do to be more balanced or what needs to be, worked on or processed because sometimes we have a tendency to numb everything out or not process or not deal with anything. So if, if I, if you get Reiki work done, you, you go through the cleanse or they, you go through the, you're kind of cleansing out the emotions at, at that exact moment or is it like the day after or like a few days you're going through it or. Yeah, I can take, so you can program I'm actually in a class right now for Reiki crystal, which is another form of Reiki, but you can actually program it to continue for, for example, let's say I'm giving you Reiki. We're going to continue this. Se this session is going to continue for another 30 minutes or as needed. So you can time sessions as well. You can still, Oh, we're going to, he's going to receive Reiki until the Reiki crystal feels that this is, enough. So yeah, some people experience flu like symptoms. You might feel like you're getting sick. My mom actually um, got that where she was like, I feel like she was literally after our session, she had like a drip, almost like she was like hacking something up, mm. like clearing because, you know, emotions and things live in our body, you know, and it's, it's all, it's a clearing process. That's why I always recommend drinking water, resting, not doing too much. Obviously don't go out and party after you had a Reiki session. <laughs> it's, it's a time to sit with yourself and, and process what came up. Why did it come up? 
why did I feel this way? Why did I think about this? This and sometimes you know some people cry during their session, and I think that that's the most healing thing that you can do is cry, because we sometimes tend to focus on holding it in or not letting it out and letting those tears just flow yeah. is healing in itself. I when you uh, when you asked me if I was interested in uh, Reiki healing, I took it as a sign because the my, the friend that I was supposed to have on today, she been telling me she has gotten Reiki healing done and she was she was telling me telling me about her experience. And the reason she was recommending it, recommending it was because of what my story and what happened to me, you know, in my house with the whole, you know, the exorcism here and everything and mm-hmm. all this stuff going around here. And I, and I have been experiencing spine problems since I turned 27. I had my Saturn return in October and I've been experiencing back problems and I've never had issues. I've never been in a car accident to where I've been, my back's gotten fucked up. So I'm started, I started getting in my head like, if, some, if something on me. Is you know if there's something still lingering in the household, you know, is, you know, I started getting in my head, and I don't like to think too much into that because I feel like I'll create that. So for mm-hmm. the most for the most part, I, I don't, I didn't, I don't, I don't think about that, but it has crossed my mind. So she was telling me, you know, Chris, you should get some, you should get a, some some Reiki work done. You know, you're gonna go through it for a little bit. She was telling me how she was going through it, and how she felt sick, but then after she went through it, she felt amazing, and everything kind of just like was felt different after that. So I don't know. I'm so I I was taken into consideration, but I was still very. I'm not gonna lie. I was scared because I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to give that attention no more. That whole situation that had happened. I was like, I can't think about this anymore. I have to stop acting like. Cause it was it was consuming my whole day. It was consuming my mind. It was, cons- it was the whole thing. It was just it messed me up for a little bit. So I was mm-hmm. like, and then me and me like, cause my other, I had another friend that ex- that was there with me that experienced that 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 night with me, that she kept saying like, oh, you know, she got Reiki work done too. Like a week after that had happened, and she was like, "You should go. You should come doing with me." And I was so over it, you know. I was just so mad at everyone. I was just like, "Nah, I'm good." You know, I don't even know who to trust anymore. Like, I just, I don't, I don't I'm cool. Like, I don't want to make this worse. I don't want this, you know. Keep, I don't know. I didn't know what to think, so I, I kept avoiding it. So when you asked me, I kind of took it as like, a, like a sign, you know, because I have been experiencing all this back stuff and everything. And I, it has crossed my mind, so I'm like, hmm, maybe uh, some type of uh, cleanse work would be would be nice. So. I asked, that's why I asked my homegirl, I was like, what do you think, Marilyn? You think I should do it? And she was like, well, do you trust this person? And I'm just like, well, I don't know her like that, but I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, you know, but I don't know. Something tells me I could trust you. I don't know. So I feel like I'm very good at judging people through their Instagram. As crazy as that sounds, I feel like I'm very good at judging people through, I can read, read them through their IG. And you do have videos where you show your face and everything. So I've seen you. I know who you, I, I kind of know your energy a little bit just based off what you show us, what you showcase to us. So, but the fact that you were asked, you know, it's not like it, it, I don't, it wasn't, uh, I was searching for it or mm-hmm. I'm looking. So it came to me. So I took, I look at that as a sign. So I, that's why I'm really considering it, even though I'm kind of scared about the whole going through it part. Cause I don't want to feel sick. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like you're going to be like, Oh my, everyone's different though. And it's, it's, it's so hard to explain, but for me, the first time I received Reiki, I was like, oh my gosh, this was amazing. Mm. And, I, and I was like, I need to have this done again. I, I had so, so much stuff that was just in, 
inside of me from, you know, my drug addiction, abuse, all these things in my life. It just, it's, it's so hard to explain because it's such a, but you'll not re- an easy concept. But you would recommend it. Oh, hundred percent. I rec- I would recommend it to anybody, anybody who asks me. And I always say, yeah, it's, it's life changing for me. It was life changing. Mm, okay. It's, you know, I, I, I tell people, this is another way of explaining it. You know, when you're a kid and you fall and you, you get hurt, like, let's say you fall off your bike and you skin your knee and, uh, your mom or your parent, whoever's like, Oh, you got a boo boo. You know how they always are like, put their hand over it or give it a kiss. And then it's like, Oh, you kind of feel better that transfer of energy that it's like that it's Mm. obviously you're cut you're hella cut up and it still hurts but the act that kindness or you know when someone says i'm gonna pray for you or i'm gonna pray for that person or i'm gonna send them a i'm gonna send that person a positive thought or it's all it's all sending energy this is just a more not intense but it's just that the life force energy is going through me. You're the channel. And, that, and I, I'm just the channel. Yeah. It's not. And this is really interesting because sometimes when I do tarot readings, I, I tap into energy in a different way. And I can, I can sometimes sense like really negative energy. But with Reiki, it's a very, I feel very protected because I am just the conduit passing the energy to you, this life force energy that is positive healing for you that can't hurt you. Mm. But I like people to understand that healing isn't always going to be, Oh, I feel great. There's been times where I've cried my eyes out after Reiki and then I feel better. Yeah. You know, you might feel total peace during your session. Some people might, feel in you know later in the evening you might cry you might laugh you might have a memory it's all connected things that happened in your childhood could be affecting you something traumatic that still needs to be processed yeah it's definitely interesting it's you know physical health i i'm i'm a firm believer that physical ailments and things have to do with our you know, spirit and emotional well-being. I feel like it's all connected. Mm. And although you stated that nothing physical had happened to your back, there could be something there that's being, that something stored there that. Yeah. Some, some sort of energy that needs to be cleared. Yeah. hundred percent. Cause that's why I started telling my, I, Colin, I was talking to my mom about that. I'm like, mom, don't, cause my mom, my, my mom knows what happened and, and she was, she was more so when I tell her, sometimes I feel like something's on me. She starts saying, no, don't think like that. You know, there's, we just, there's just too much love around you. You know, we, there's, your family loves you. There's too much love in this house. And then that just, you know, there's just, there's just, don't ever think like that, you know, cause I'm out here always praying for you too and protecting you. And I, and I understand that. And I, and I, and I tell her, I get that mom. And I also don't, dwell too much on that idea because I don't I don't like think I'm not gonna create that. But it's just odd that I've I've never had backish back problems. I never had sciatica issues and all of a mm. sudden uh, since my birthday 
since November, I've been going to the chiropractor three times a week. I'm going to start going to my sessions again tomorrow. I've had like a, a two-week hiatus low-key because just figuring out some insurance stuff. But I'll go back again tomorrow and then to go twice a week again to keep working on this thing and on my sciatica and just keep stretching and de- getting decompression on my lower back. And I'm just... The only reason I think something like that, like something's on me or something spiritual or something like energy stuff is because, like I said, it's it's just weird how it came out of nowhere. I'm not mm-hmm. old. I'm 27 years old. Like I'm, I, I, like I said, I never fell on my back. I've never had an accident. Like I've been in a car accident, but I, ne- I didn't get injured in the car accident. I've been fine. I never was hospitalized, never experienced back. Like I said, the only thing that I can even think of is just that I started my position at work. And I started become I became a stalker, and I started stalking and lifting lifting heavier things. And I know that I'm not always taking into into consideration proper proper way of lifting. So maybe that can that can be uh, that can be the reason too. But the fact that I got this fucked up where I was on bed rest, like I'm on disability right now. Like I just started walking again. Like when I got injured, I, this shit knocked me. My sciatica knocked me out. I was down for like a week, two weeks. I had to use a cane. This shit scared me. This shit fucked me up. And I'm like, why is this happening? How? Like, why is it getting this crazy? And now, thankfully, because of because of going to the chiropractor, and not and I didn't settle for the pills. I didn't settle for painkillers. I didn't settle for none of that. I went. I was. I went to the chiropractor and looked. And shout out to my mom because she even helped me even pay for it. You know, because it was just a lot that I was paying out of pocket. Because my That's insurance, a lot, yeah. Yeah, my insurance only covered like four hundred dollars, but my treatment, my my whole, my, I've already spent like three thousand dollars at the chiropractor within since November. Like this shit is it's not it's not cheap and easily, but it's been helping me. As I I've been avoiding the 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 pills and everything, and now I'm finally able to walk again. I'm able to to bend down, twist, and everything. Like I'm back to normal again, and it's and, it, and it's crazy. But I want to continue this treatment just so I can stay better for at least another while I go until I go back to work while I'm still on disability. And it just scared me, so that's why I was like, "Mom, something maybe something going on." Like I don't know, you know. It just it's very weird and it's very odd. And since all that happened here in this house, and um, you know, I did get it cleansed a little bit. I had someone, you know, come and cleanse it, but for the most part, I did. You know, I it just I that's I just have that in my mind, and I don't know. Maybe something's lingering around. I don't know. Have you ever um, thought about getting? acupuncture i haven't hmm. that's crazy though i don't that's that's just a needles in me i'm already scared of needles but damn uh, really <laughs> i hate needles i hate needles that's my biggest fear needles and elevators interesting um <laughs> i actually have a weird thing that i do in elevators as a side note i i sometimes hold my breath in the elevator what yeah, I don't know what it is. I can't be in an elevator with a lot of people. Oh, me either. I just, I, I can't. I'd rather be by myself in the elevator or with one person, but I'll just immediately hold my breath. It's really weird. I'm picky on the elevators too. I go in. I'm not going to no garage park, parking garage elevators at all. I'll take Mm-mm. the stairs. Like, I'm only taking elevators if I know I'm in Vegas where obviously they're working 24 7 and people are attended right away. Other than that, I'm not doing the little janky ones. <laughs> Yeah, I I just can't. The reason why I brought up acupuncture is because I've been going to acupuncture and I used to go to a chiropractor, but I feel like acupuncture really tapped in energetically where I needed. You know what? Have you ever heard of cupping? I have. That 
Yeah, all of that also rele- it pulls and releases. There's a release with that. Mm. Um, I feel, don't get me wrong, I loved going to the chiropractor and getting my neck cracked and my hips and all that stuff, but there is something energetic about getting acupuncture and cupping. I get it done once a month, both together. And it has really helped me with some ailments and things. But I also had sciatica, which I find really interesting. And I wasn't in a car accident or anything. And I had sciatica for a period of time. That shit took me out. I was yeah. going, I was crying going through it. Like I, I never had to rely on people the way I had to rely on people that day. My mom, had she flew in just to take care of me. Yeah, it's not a joke. I could, I was like a fall risk at one point. Um, it was just so painful. When I couldn't take my sock off to get in the fucking shower, that's when I started crying and was like, "Damn, I can't even take myself." Like, it was that I was going through it. It was the worst week, two weeks of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard when you can't do things for yourself and you're in pain, and it's just. You can't do anything. You don't realize how your back is so important for everything. <laughs> Man. Man. And the thing that trips me out is that both because my, the day I turned 27, I was in I was in Miami and I and I had, we had gone to the Keys. We we drove down to the Florida Keys and I fell asleep in the car and probably for like an hour or two and my neck just kind of you know when you like sleep wrong and you kind of mess up your neck a little bit. Uh, so my neck was hurting, you know, for the day, but it was like oddly hurting because it was hurting rather like it was hurting more than usual than it usually does when you sleep wrong. And so I was like, kind of like, what the fuck? So the whole day of my birthday, I was uncomfortable. My, my neck was uncomfortable. Um, eventually it was getting worse. The next day I started getting more stiff and stiff, like hunchback. And I was getting stiff when I ended up hmm. fly- when I ended up flying back. My birthday was October 28th. So the Halloween 31st was on Saturday and then I had friends over and we were all going to do, we were, we were all going to do shrooms on, on Halloween since it was the full moon and all that. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, we all linked up here, but I couldn't even enjoy that day because I was like stuck. Like I couldn't, I couldn't look up to the moon. I couldn't lift my head up. And I was just like, damn this out of sleeping wrong. Like I've, I've slept wrong before. I've never gotten this bad. So I, I got I started getting scared. So that's why I went to the chiropractor and then they told me I had reverse curvature and you know my so I ended up going to get to go get my, my curvature fixed. So that's what I was doing for the last three months. And then right when I was about to end my treatment, my I slept this this was I think is funny too, that I slept I slept wrong I slept on the couch on my right leg, like leaning on my leg on my leg while while I was watching T V I fell asleep on my leg. I woke up, a leg felt weird, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I thought I, I thought it was just a, it was asleep. I thought it fell asleep while I was sleeping on it, and so I walked to my room, go to sleep, and I wake up to go to work at three in the morning, and my leg felt worse, and I'm like, "Damn, why does it still hurt?" But I still ignored it because I thought maybe it's still because I probably slept on it wrong or something. I went to work, I was able to work, but that whole day it just kept getting worse. But and I I left work early too because I couldn't I couldn't even walk. I thought it was it was hurting to walk at one point, so I came home. And then, and then I was already going to my cowers for my next stuff. So it was the next day I was going to go. So the next day when I go, I couldn't even walk. I couldn't even drive there. I couldn't stay in my car. I couldn't sit down properly. I couldn't bend over, nothing. You know, I can only lay down. And I was like, yo, all, all this off of sleeping wrong twice? Like, I, you know, that's why I started getting in my head. Like, what is really going on? Like, is, something, is someone trying to attack me spiritually? What the fuck? I don't know. It's just weird. Do you protect your energy on a daily basis? 
And what does that mean? Like how? So like, this is what I do when I wake up, I do my little, say what I'm grateful for. And, uh, then I'll be like, call on my higher self, angels, guides, spirit guides, ancestors. I call on my grandmas. That's Mm -hmm. what I do. And, um, the angels, I'm like, please protect my energy. And I just, in my mind, I envision like a bubble around me. It could be a white bubble, a golden bubble. And I just say, you know, have this light protect my energy so that no one can physically hurt me, mentally hurt me, no psychic attacks, no attacks on my energy. And that's what I do in the beginning of the day. I'm just, I put myself in my little bubble. I definitely don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. That's what I do. No, but that's smart. I mean, I carry my crystals with me and shit, but uh, that's mm-hmm. that's it. I need to I need to do more. I I fell off, you know. I was I was doing a lot more spiritual work, but I got to a point too where I just felt like, you know, me believing in certain things. Like I was, like I said, I was just creating it. Like me not wanting to go do things on seven days and not work out and shit like that. Like and like I'm I'm creating that because I'm already thinking I'm gonna get injured, you know. So there's certain things I just kind of just fell off a little bit because I just felt like I was getting too consumed with the spirituality stuff and. At the end of the day, I know I'm a good person. I'm, I'm putting out good intentions into the matrix. I'm putting out love. So I know that I'll, I'll get reciprocated. So I went back to just, you know, enjoying life and not being caught up in all this. Oh, what day is it? What, what numerology do you? Even though I do apply it for the most part, you know, it's funny because when stuff does happen, I'd be like, I check the numerology day and, and, and I'm like, it would be an 11 day or it would be this day or it would be that. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, but, Trust. On 11 days, I'm just. I'm either dealing with an emotional person or I just feel really sensitive. <laughs> um, it, I'm, I was, when you said the working out, you know, that when I got injured, hella bad working out on the, on the day that, that you're it? not supposed to work out. And ever, yeah, I literally <laughs> was jumping rope and I have no problem jumping rope. I was jumping rope in the backyard working out and no joke, I pulled a muscle in my back and I was like, fuck this, I'm done. I'm not working out. Don't don't get me wrong, like <laughs> trust me, when I was doing my, when I was setting up my Cairo appointments, we they were not on seven days, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So I have this book. Um I have this book. Um it's a my it's a, a little guide for my Reiki. And so it talks about emotional sources of disease. And I looked up back pain. Mm-hmm. And so is yours upper, middle, or lower? It started with my upper, with my neck area, and then it ended up like right now, that's already been gone. And what I've been dealing with now is my lower back. Okay, so it says upper back not feeling supported emotionally needing support mm. middle of the back guilt that was the- lower back is burnout worrying about money yeah wow it's funny because the middle part i have not experienced it so there's no guilt and that's a fact there's no guilt yeah but the top <laughs> and the bottom the money part though wow because this bottom hit way harder than the top uh-huh. It took me out. I couldn't walk, and I have been just having money in my mind, and uh-huh. 
as a March is a March is a is a is an eight month, and I've been my money been coming in, whether it been stimulus, disability, <laughs> okay. or tax money. You know that shit been coming in. <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. Damn, can you explain more? Yeah, so let me just see here. So basically, um, this little book that I have. So when I took my Reiki course, it was just like a four hour thing. The whole thing about Reiki is they give you. The way that Shannon teaches it in this radical version is she kind of just gives you a little bit of information, attunes you. That means they pass the symbols on to you. And then you have to experience it and kind of go on a journey with it. Mm -hmm. So what I did, because I'm very much a, a reader of books, I got a bunch of books. And it's so funny, too, because I have another book about all the muscles in the body and stuff like that. Um but yeah, it says burnout and worrying about money for the back. And that could, you know, when we worry or when we have, when worry is something that loops in our mind, we create this energy with that thought with worry. Worry is a very strong energy and it will just sit itself in a part of the body. So for example, it doesn't go into much detail, but I'll share one of mine. So I have, um, I get migraines mm -hmm. and I've been working on this a lot. I don't get them as often, but I used to get really crippling migraines and that is anger and perfectionism. Mm. And that's, that's a problem that I have. I'm always trying to make things perfect before doing it. And you, I, it's a control thing, you know, so, yeah. um, and you don't have anything with your neck. It's just your back, right? It started with my neck. So neck, it says flexibility issues, not being flexible, hmm. not physically flexible, but maybe you're not flexible in the sense of being open to others and what they do. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I have to. I'll have to process that one. Yeah, and then legs. I just I found legs. So fear or reluctance of moving forward, not wanting to move. Um, That's interesting because my sciatica just started like the, it's the lower back, but it, it was the nerve all the way. Is my leg? You know, my whole right leg had given mm -hmm. out. So I have been, you know, having um, thoughts of moving, moving states, moving to where my family's at. But mm -hmm. a, but still not really wanting to because I feel like I'm not done what I'm not done doing what I have to do here. Yeah, and then I'm I'm just looking through stiffness, stiff body equals stiff mind, inflexibility, fear, only one way, resistance to change. Damn, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. There, I I get so caught up in my books sometimes, but yeah, that's I love books. Me too. I have so many. I need like a whole new bookshelf. I have my little, I have my moments, you know, like I'll, I have randomly, I have those times where I'll buy 10, 15 books and then I won't buy books again for another year, maybe, or a few months. And then I go and I go crazy again. Sometimes I feel like reading and then I have those months. Like right now I'm in a moment, I'm in a little spunk where I don't feel like reading, but I already, I catch myself already. I picked yesterday, I picked up a book from my bookshelf. So I already kind of see myself like 
going to get the ones I haven't read yet and, you know, catching up and everything. Yeah. And another thing too, and is it on one side of your back or is it all like the whole side of your back? One side. Interesting. Yeah. One side. So my um, right side, your right side, because that also can tap into like the right and left brain hemispheres. I don't know if you've ever looked into that, but not, not, a not too much, not extensively. Mm -hmm. It's just very interesting. Mm -hmm. There's so many, there's so many layers to it all. There is, but the whole back, like it just, it really made me at the same time. I don't know. Like what if it's a sign too, you know, Uh, I I think it's just, it's a sign telling me to start getting more physically, physically active and start doing exercise and start working out my back and start building the muscles to protect my, my spine too. You know, I am getting older and the older you get. And if you don't start moving your body, it's kind of bad. So I need to start getting, start, you know, working out and running and getting physically active. And I don't do all that. I'm very lazy. Like I can eat clean and all that. That's the easy part for me is the getting active. Do you like to be on the couch a lot? I don't. I just like to no. be. Uh, I just like to not even be on the computer. I just don't like to run and shit like that. I'm a smoker, you know. Like that's <laughs> that's my sport. I love to smoke weed. <laughs> I love to smoke weed and create and come up with ideas and how what I'm gonna do with the pod, what I'm gonna do with the just the brand. Uh, you know, I have hoodies coming. No, I'm just. I want to build the brand. I know what I want to do as far as where I want to take all this at, and. Um, that's what I focus more on. So I'm mostly more on my laptop watching. Like, I stay on YouTube watching interviews. Like, I study the podcast game. I study all this shit. So I'm mostly <laughs> always just doing that and then coming up with ideas, bouncing off ideas with my homie, you know, sending sending the promo for the episodes back and forth and just coming up with, you know, we're doing stuff behind the scenes. So that's what I usually spend my time more, more so doing. I don't really watch TV like that. I just recently got back into watching, like, shows and stuff. But... Mm-hmm. And I've just been traveling. I've just been podcasting. I've just been doing my thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just, I wonder too if your pain in your back is also key um, in your body. Like your the energy is just off balance in your body. I just feel like I need. That's what I'm saying. I, and I have been feeling like I need to get uh, aligned again. Like I told you, I was, I was, I was real heavy more on my spiritual stuff and. And going on walks and doing and um, just waking up and actually doing my stretches, not even yoga, but just doing stretches and doing I was just doing more things. And I kind of just fell off of that. And lately I just been more slumpy and just getting I I feel like I just been using the weed to just escape. And I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why yet. I don't know what I'm trying to escape because I'm not depressed. I'm not sad. I don't think I'm depressed. I don't think I'm sad. I don't think I'm running from anything. But I just feel like I just smoke to just. Like, there's nothing to do, so I'm just going to smoke. You know, instead of finding something to do, I just start smoking. Oh. I don't Why know. Don't you, do you ever walk? I don't know. I used to, like, roll a joint and then walk and smoke at the same time, so I'd be Nah, productive. don't do that. I'm, I'm lazy, like... <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'd rather just be, cause I'm like I'd rather just be in my little studio room and I'd rather just be bumping music and I will roll up like that and I just I'll listen to music while I'm smoking and just plotting, just trying to you know I usually get in my bath. That's when I usually when I get more creative when I'm smoking. Mm-hmm. 
But but it's only when I'm not doing anything. When it's when I have things to do outside of the house and run errands and go where I have stuff planned, I can I can put smoking off. I can do that when I come back home real quick. But it's the days where you know, because I have just been haven't haven't going to work or anything like that. So I just been I don't know I feel bored sometimes. I just been smoking a lot. My sleep schedule's all messed up. Um, I'm potting at like you know different days of the week and different times of the day that I usually don't because I I usually ha- have a schedule where I pod on like today this is usually where the day I I would podcast on Tuesdays but recently I just been doing them I just been getting guests to come on whenever they can't come on and I do it whenever because I don't have to worry about going to sleep early to go to work so everything's just been out of place and I just feel like I need to realign <laughs> I need to I need to go on a shroom trip or something and just you know tap out for a little bit yeah those help. Cause I did that too recently, you know. I got I was after um the whole like when Biden got elected and shit like that. I was just like over over social media, and everyone asking me like, oh, what happened with Trump? What happened with Trump? And I was like, man, I don't like it's just I'm over this shit. Like it's all a fucking theater. So I stopped going on social media really, and I just started doing more things, you know, here. Well, and then I was going through what I was going through. I got injured, and then you know my parents were in town for a whole month basically, and. So I was, you know, I was just chilling with them and chilling with family, and it was just, it was a lot of love this last February. You know, it was dope to just see a lot of people reach out and be like, "Bro, if you ever need anything, just reach out." And that's just me and my ego, you know. It just, it, I learned a lot. I just learned to ask for help because people are willing to help you. If you just ask for help, but I wasn't asking anybody for help. I would only, I, talk, I was talking to my mom, and she's like, "Well, ask someone to come help you." And I'm like, "Mom, I don't expect anyone to stop doing what they're doing to come help me. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> like, I can't expect them to just stop doing." It. But I really, and I, it was just frustrating because I couldn't get out of bed. Like, I couldn't cook. I couldn't. I was eating just chips for two days because like that shit really hurt to stand up. I couldn't stand for more than like two minutes, three minutes. I couldn't lay down. I couldn't sit down for more than three minutes. So then my, eventually yeah. my mom just came through, you know, and she held it down for me. Shout out to you, mom. I love you, mom. <laughs> I love yeah, mom. I think I think that there, just from us talking, there are some imbalances. You know, the the distance, Reiki, if you were open to receiving it at any point, um, the offer from me still stands, of course. It, I think it would help ease the physical pain, but I also feel like it would balance out that energy as well. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why I get this feeling that there are some things that maybe you have compartmentalized in your mind or just buried really deep that maybe for you, you would experience a little bit of that um, kind of like healing flu from the Reiki, which is not really the flu, but it's just a release of. Yeah, I know. I know I'm going to go through it. I know it's a little detox per se. I know it's needed. (sighs) It's just, it's crazy. (laughs) It is. That's the whole, that's the whole thing about healing is that you can't. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I felt, and honestly, I feel like I've been running from it a little bit. Like, not running mm-hmm. from it, but, like, it's just, I like, the path is still right there, but I'm still choosing to just keep it right there and just keep going down this way that I'm comfortable with, you know? Exactly. That's why, what did it say? Um, reluctance of moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know? And even asking for help, I am such a, I cannot ask for help for shit. I could be... Um, I had surgery on my foot and that forced me because I couldn't walk (laughs) 
that force me to ask for help, but I do not, I will help you. I will help anybody. But yeah. when it comes to asking for help, I just struggle. I don't know what it is. I mean, since I've been able to feed myself, I've never have I've never had to ask someone to make food for me to do this. So it's just little shit like that because I couldn't even drive. So it was just it was just hard, you know. It was just fucking with my ego. It was really like an ego thing. Yeah, it definitely is a an ego thing. Do you listen to um, like different hurts? Have you have you heard about that where you can hear sounds yeah, yeah, on different yeah. hurts? Yeah, um, I don't. I don't listen to different hurts and and that even even music too is another thing that I know I listen to probably a lot of low frequency music. I'm not gonna lie. I do. I enjoy a lot of Drake. I do listen to a lot of you know, I just like hip hop. I like I like what's I like I like what's out. I like sometimes I like the, the younger the younger generation stuff, the the mumble quote unquote rap. I listen <laughs> to that. So I and I don't defend it. If people say it's trash, I get that it's trash, but Sometimes it's I, catchy. I, I like trash music. I'm sorry, you know, but I know it's low frequency music. I know it's demonic music. I know what they're saying is is there no substance at all. But I don't listen to like the sound bullshits, you know. Sometimes when I have my when I have a certain uh, homie here, he's always playing. Uh, he'll wake up and he'll like the incest and he'll like the you know Palo Santo, the sage, you know. He'll get the vibes going and he'll he'll ha- he'll have the the sound bowls playing on the YouTube out loud. And that's not, that's nice sometimes, you know, I ain't gonna lie. And, and sometimes even just subconsciously without realizing, I feel the effects of the of the vibrations. And But I don't do too much of that. And that's what I mean by uh, I know that I need to be doing certain things to, like, balance out this other stuff that I'm into. And I, like, I'm, like, kind of not avoiding, I'm kind of just avoiding it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. We all avoid things until it's time for it to... Yeah. manifest itself like i was fasting once a week too i was doing i was like i was on my shit i was eating good because i you know i am vegan but i don't i don't i'm not a i'm not a fan of the vegan processed food so i'm not like a beyond meat person uh impossible meat and the, all the soy shit like i'm not i know that's not the right way to go either but I yeah have, i have been eating a, um a lot of soy and stuff like that lately because it's you know just vegan junk food so i have been doing that a lot and before it was more raw based veggie the foods and plates that i would make and yeah, I just been kind of just going back to, I guess how it was before I came into spirituality and all that. Before I came across this information, I feel like not going because I never was in a dark place to where it was like I'm super lost and you know this this I, I'm using this to this help me you know get out of there. It was never like that for me. You know, it was just more so of oh what new information like level up my mind, my conscious, my um you know just like a tools for the matrix basically how Gary says. And that's how, I was, that's how I was looking at it. And I kind of just, you know, because I, I don't apply it. And that's why I, I would tell my homies where I fuck up. It's like, what's the point of me knowing all this information and knowledge if I'm not even applying it to make money off of it or anything like that? And I can. And I don't. I choose not to because I just, I'm lazy. You know, I'm lazy to go and look into the things and set it up and do it. You know, I just, and I know that's not my calling. I'm not meant to do that. Like, yeah, that, and I think because I never had to worry about money. You know, first of all, you know, I am born on the 28th, so I never had to worry about money. But mm-hmm. and my parents, you know, they've always made decent. You know, they've they've grown to a point where they make good money now. But they've always shown us. They've always given us a, everything. I've always just asked and received, asked and received. So to this day, you know, they left me this this house. They left me a home, and they and I don't I don't have to pay rent or anything like that. You know, so to this day, having it like that kind of is just like, hmm. I never had to worry about shit. 
And then now I'm at a point too where it's like I gotta I gotta figure some shit out. But I know that all that money, all that astrology, and like it's cool, but it's not my calling to make money off of that. And I don't ha- I know I don't have to because. I'm not stressing for money, you know. I've never had to stress for money, and I do work, so I have my own money anyway. So I, I, I'm cool off that, and I know that this is my calling right here: podcasting and building this brand. And and um, and I took it a different direction when I started doing conspiracy. So I want to start merging it back with the old podcast that I used to do, my overly blunt podcast, and that's more of like I, I wanted to be in the music industry. I wanted to be a music podcast and interview people that do music and artists and. You know, I wanted to be a Breakfast Club or a Joe Budden podcast or something. Yeah. Like, I wanted to do that. That was my initial path. And then when I started coming across this information and, and waking up and figuring out the unit, like the, the way the Matrix works and everything, I was just like, I want to talk about this. Like this is this is this is like I want to do this. I know, and it's I don't know because of I'm a 33 or whatever that everything just clicks fast for me. I'm able to, I'm able to put things together so quickly and like yo, like I see how. Yes, I see how this shit really were being played. I'm seeing how these artists that I really look up to and I used to love are being used. Are their puppets and their agents and they're, mm-hmm. they're they're used to push agendas. I see all that shit, you know. And um and I and I still talk about. It. I still clown on these people. I still clown on Jay Z, even though I love his music. I still clown on Kanye and I love his music and Drake and I love his music. But now I'm getting to a point where it's like. I know my now I know my lane. My, I'm supposed to bridge these two worlds together. This quote unquote truth seeking conspiracy spirituality world with this hip hop world, you know. And and um, I'm just figuring it out. I'm I'm figuring it out how to maneuver through these things because you can't say too much or you'll get canceled. But at the same time, I don't really care because I'm not trying to be one of them either. You know, I'm just I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna just do me. I'm gonna figure it out. And um, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. And I know this this is what I want to do. Full time, and since I've been since I've been on disability, I've actually been like, it's a glimpse of me. If I this is how this is a this is life that I've been living <laughs> these last two months is a glimpse of how I how I can live if I didn't have to go to work and I can just focus full time on on building the brand. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I want to do this like full time, like for real. But eventually, you know, it's a slow it's a slow build. I see my my following growing and my platform growing, so. We're just on the way, and the ball's rolling. <laughs> yeah, it's a process for sure. And we're gonna just circle all the way back to your podcast, then you know, because that's why <laughs> it's just dope that you started your own podcast, and people can can hear you now, and you can start relating with people, and hopefully you can, you know, some of the people you do your Reiki healings on can come on your show and explain their, you know, their experiences as well. Or shit, I'll, when I get mine, I'll go in there and talk about my experience. It's funny. I've had I've had two people tell me that that they would love to come on the podcast and share it. And I think that's the easiest way to explain Reiki is when you have someone who's had it done, who's never had it done before, talk about it because that's why I wanted my friend on today because she had it. She you know she would have been the perfect medium for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she could have given her. You know, for myself, when I have Reiki done, I see things. I I feel like I go into like a whole different. Wait, so you get someone else to do your Reiki, or you do, you still do yourself? I do myself, but I like to have um, I like Shannon to do my Reiki. Mm. Yeah, because I just because she's a Reiki master and she's done it for so long, I feel like there's an intensity there, and I feel like I almost travel somewhere else when like the, a portal opens up or something when I'm having Reiki done. And, and consistently 
how often do you do Reiki or how often would people usually do it? Is it before anything like new in their life happens or if they're just going through something or? Um, I, I myself, I'll practice on myself about once a month and then I'll reach out to Shannon, you know, every couple months or so and get it done. But you can do it as often as you would like. You know, some people get it done monthly. Some people do it every two weeks, just like you would with a chiropractor or acupuncture. But I recommend allowing enough time for you to process everything that you felt in between sessions so that you. Yeah. You know, you can be like, okay, I've got, cause something else always comes up. There's always so much that needs to be healed. There's always so many layers to it. And yeah, the podcast is going to be a mix of me talking about experiences and having guests. I do want to have guests on. And then um, I do want to talk about tarot and maybe once a month talk about a different tarot card. And my goal for people, and this is what I tell people, is that these are all tools. And ultimately, I would love to empower people to be able to facilitate a lot of these things for themselves as well. Yes. One, one, I'm going to give you one, I don't even know, you're not asking for advice, but one advice I would give you if you're starting your podcast is make them come listen to your podcast for you. Like, I, yeah. you need to be the center of attention. The get, because I know, like, I know my show is really guest-based, but that's because I mean, I did that on purpose, but when you do make it guest-based, the people sometimes are just there for the guests. Yeah, and I don't, and that's really... I probably would, if you got Reiki done, uh, I would have you as a guest and maybe someone else, but I think I would keep it more just me. Yeah. No, I, mean, I like how you started off. You know, it is you. You started off, you know, first episode real quick. And then this one was very, uh, you know, you're transparent and vulnerable. So it was dope, a dope beginning. And it's, I think it's a good episode to start building off of, you know, your story and just, you know, tarot, however you're going to incorporate it. And, um, but before we get out of here, because you know we are we get already like almost two two hours and a half in, um, uh, I wanted you to pull some cards for me. If you can pull some cards for the, yeah. the, the, the the the, I guess me. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just do me. Yeah, for let's you. Yeah, let's do me. Put yourself first. Yeah, let's do it. And I'm live pull, reading, guys. I'm live pull, reading. Uh, tarot, and then I'm gonna pull a oracle card. You guys hear that car shuffling? Let's go. Let's see what the Matrix tells me today. Yeah, I like to. Oh, okay. How many cards are we doing? Uh, I usually go with the flow. So, oh, hi. Flying out. Okay. We got two cards. We'll do three. All right. But we'll see what flies out because I saved that. And then a whole bunch might just want to fly out. Oh, there we go. See? And just like that. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So <laughs> let me get these all. Wow. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> okay. So the first card is the devil. Oh, <laughs> that I was not. I'm so I was not expecting that. So, 
the devil. Oh, there's something on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, no. Do you do you really think that? Do you feel that sometimes? Do you I, like physically me. feel that? Aside from your back pain, do you get some kind of? No, not physically. No. no. Okay. And like I know that like I have dogs and stuff. They're not tripping. There's no weird shit. Okay, happening yeah, there, yeah, so. good, good. Nah, I'm not tripping like that. I'm not scared to be alone either at home. Okay. It's just weird because you know I just don't have the answers to why I'm getting back injuries. So I just kind of always pin mm-hmm. it, jokingly pin it on that. I don't know. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So we got the double. So this is about. Self-imprisonment is what I'm getting. I think so. Self-imprisonment. You're almost like you're chaining yourself. Like you're keeping yourself back, but you're really not chained to anything. You know, like there's nothing that's holding you back except for you. That's true, though. I'd say that. It's like no, there's no one physically holding Chris back. Yeah. There's nothing that you're tied to. There's no one that's, Mm-mm. you know, it could also be um, also with the devil um, being imprisoned by material. So uh, or emotionally attached to I think, people, you know, money, what smoking, about, drugs, what about sex. This? Hmm? True. Well, sex, yeah, I kind of been, you know, I kind of been doing my thing again lately. And like you're getting a fix, like you need a fix, and that's. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I've been dabbling again. I've been being bad. Yeah. I've been being bad again. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> and that, and 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 maybe explore with that. Why is that? Why do you? Why do you need that fix? Just being horny. <laughs> <laughs> but is there more to I, you no, know what I mean is there no, more to just, it just a nut you just want a nut but what I would say visit that think about it you know is it just a nut why are, my flesh are these... my flesh still controls me more mm. uh, yeah the, bond, still... the bondage of the flesh yeah I'm still yeah yeah as much as I know I control myself for the most part you know for the most part I'm good but there's just those times where I'm like, eh, it don't hurt to just dabble this week, you know, like start dipping, you know, hit up your old things a little bit. But then you're done and it's like, why did I do that? You know, and that's when I know it's I know it's because I'm just I'm just ta- I'm just pleasing a demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a Scorpio, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't have to say sorry, I already know. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I pulled the devil card. Um, so the next card is we got the eight of cups. So I'm going to send you a picture too, so you can see these cards. Um, but the eight of cups, it's someone walking away from all these accumulated cups and cups are, I'm sorry, what was the card? Eight of cups. Eight of cups. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so with this card, it's like walking away from something. Giving something up and leaving it, hmm. Mo- you know, moving on, um, putting something behind you and moving forward. It could also, this could also indicate too, maybe that you've had this sense of 
abandonment or feeling withdrawn. Yeah. And maybe it's time for you to search for something more fulfilling in your life. Yeah. Agree. And when you get on the eight in a reading symbolizes strength. So maybe tapping more into your inner strength and your inner power. I know that we talked about this physical pain, but you know, Mm -hmm. tapping into not only physical strength, but the strength that you have in your mind and your inner abilities as well. And I feel like Um, it's the weed that keeps me from doing that. mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's just... Because when I'm not high, I get... I'm just more just alert. I can do more things in the day. Cause I'm not, a, I'm not a productive stoner. Like I'm not, I know that. Yeah. I'm not either. So I love just like when I'm smoking, I'm just trying to chill. I'm trying to watch a documentary, watch a movie, you know, watch some, hear some music. I'm not trying to do all that, play some basketball workout. I'm nah, bro. Like miss me with all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's bad, you know, it just, it, and then, but when I notice when I'm not high, um, I get more things done. I'm more attentive. I'm more attentive to things. I'm more able to do. I accomplish more things for that. That better is just me and my the brand, and you know, I I just figure things out quicker. And when I'm high, when I smoke all day, it's just like, hey, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And it doesn't get done. Yeah, it's it's definitely reflecting and leaving behind. There's a moon in this card, so I always tap into. Um, tapping into your intuition and my intuition tells me to stop smoking and take a break and i'm i'm ignoring it and you got to walk away from it to move forward because i bigger and better things yes i know like i'm not saying weed's bad for me but i just know that if i distance myself from it for a little bit because i have before and it's funny because all right go ahead okay so the judgment card is the 20th card in the tarot deck so if we do a little numerology, isn't 20 a hit and 11? Because there's no two, right? Yeah, the, the 20 is a hitting 11, yes. Okay, so the judgment card has um, an angel. So basically the angel is in this card and we can see um, these souls that are rising Um so with the judgment card, it's all about out with the old, in with the new. Mm. Renewing, a rebirth, a transition. There's That's what I was just telling you though. So yeah. Coming back to life, coming tapping into that yeah. energy that makes you feel alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, an awakening. Mm-hmm. I felt that July 2020. July 2020, August 2020. And then that that whole shit that whole thing happened September, and that my whole the my whole thing just I kind of went I kind of started hiding myself again. Yeah, it's a turning point. This card is suggesting a turning point for you, and again, putting the past behind you. Mm. So there's definitely something with these cards suggesting that there's something in your past that you need to release in order to move forward. And then the final card is the strength card, which is the eighth card of the tarot. Um, and this card has an infinity symbol on it. And there, it's a woman, and she's holding the mouth of a lion. Mm. 
And so eight is power, success, uh, recognition, all the possibilities for you are endless. There's endless possibilities, uh, limitless, especially because we see the, the symbol right here. It's the eight. I can't, I don't know why I can't think of the word. Um, infinity symbol. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like an eight, but it's on its side. Mm-hmm. And so again, it's tapping into inner power, inner strength, abundance. It's also asking you to take control. Mm. And sometimes we don't want to move forward with things like, and based on what these cards suggest, you're holding on to the past mm-hmm. because it's comfortable in order to have change happen we need to be brave and courageous because change is scary it's also looking at your inner control and what you've internalized Mm. finding the balance and i and i feel this really strong for you is finding that balance um that's why i asked you if your pain was on your left or your right side because Inner strength, you're drawing from your feminine feminine energy. Outer strength is more masculine. Mm-hmm. And I think that there has to be some balance with what you want to do in your mind and what you're physically doing to get it done. Facts. And... Uh, Remind yourself of how strong you are. I know that for myself, and this is just me using myself as an example, when I went through a lot of like physical pain, Mm -hmm. I felt like I put myself in this bubble and I didn't really want to step out. I just marinated in that physical pain. But allow yourself to step out. Allow yourself to get out of that mindset because physical pain also creates a lot of scenarios in our head. Mm. and just remind yourself of who you are you're a beast you're a lion you gotta be like I am that man Mm -hmm. it's sometimes we we feel down and out and you gotta stand up again and not on a physical I mean on an emotional and yeah that's true you gotta get you gotta get back up but two eights in the two eights and an eleven in there. Your numbers too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pull an oracle card for you because I'm really curious. So, um, oracle cards are a little bit different. So, tarot cards have actual meanings. Mm-hmm. You know, they it's a system. Each card has a meaning, and then you can tap in with that meaning and go from there um because with tarot you can memorize the meanings and then um there's more of a system tarot cards are more uh, systematic and oracle cards are kind of free you know they don't some of them don't you can create your own meaning from them yeah they have their own pictures their own symbols This is going to be interesting. 
Yeah, it's going to be very what kind interesting. Of, what kind of deck do you have? Um, so this is a... Ooh, that one flew out. Um, this is the Sacred Symbols Oracle deck by Marcella Kroll. Mm. And the card that flew out for you is Relief. Damn, that's crazy. Right when I said, what kind of deck is it? That shit popped off. <laughs> yeah. Release. Huh. Everything today Real- is... Every, all the messages I have been getting is just like it is release and forget. Like, just move on. Yeah. So with the Relief card, it is the end of suffering or hard times. Mm. Um. A much-needed break. Ooh, and then you know what you got, too? That's crazy. You got the water card, and you got the spiritual cleansing card. Wow. Which, that one just... Just solidified. That's the last card you're drawing for me, too. Like, I just solidified it. So, okay, let me see. And I love to let the cards fly out. Some people pick from the deck. I'll I'll keep shuffling until they fly out, but that's Mm -hmm. just me. So water, the water card is all about your emotions, connection to body of water. Maybe that would be healthy for you. Yeah, um, I love the water. To visit a body of water. I mean, I know it's kind of cold, but getting your feet wet. Miami's been calling me, actually. Yeah, and just going to the ocean, that's so healing for me. Um, I always go to bodies of water. Taking a bath, even, if you can't go to a body of water. And then um, spiritual cleansing. It's time for a spiritual cleansing of the body, mind, spaces, um, stuck energy, heaviness. That all needs to be moved. And in order for you to be able to move forward, you need to release these heavy and stuck energies Yeah, that, in your environment. That sounds so more correct. All, stuck. I do feel like I have stuck energy in me. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm always so amazed of how the cards just fly out and it's like, that's what it is. Yeah. Wow, this is this is this was definitely healing with Nicole. This episode really became like a healing episode. It was dope. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Felt like this therapy. This is awesome. <laughs> it felt like yeah, therapy. it's like therapy yeah. for both of us. Oh man, well Nicole, before we let before I let you go, I really do appreciate you uh, for the reading for sharing your knowledge and your your passion and your story and you know everything i'm i've it was nice getting to know you you know likewise thank you so much this was so so nice and it was healing for me too because i'm always afraid to connect with new people and this was very very good for me i'm thankful thankful um where can they reach you out and where can they hit you up for services i know you have two accounts let them know um so you can find me on instagram at healing period with nicole period or no it's at healing period with period nicole underscore Mm-hmm. I wish it was just healing with Nicole. You can find me at healingwithnicole.net. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me at twit on Twitter at heal with Nicole. Mm. Um, my email is healingwithnicole at protonmail. Um, 
yeah, I'm open to emails, DMs. Um, I'm always down to help in any way that I can. And you offer tarot, Reiki, and... I offer uh, tarot readings, and I offer oracle card readings. Uh, I do a combination, just like I did with you today. Mm-hmm. Um, I do those via email, and then I do my Reiki sessions um, via email. We do the setting up, and then we do a Zoom call at the end. I also pull oracle cards at the end of the Reiki session. Um, and I usually let the person choose between certain decks that I have. Um, and we kind of talk about it and, and things like that. Um, but those are the services that I'm offering at this time. Yes, sir. There you guys go. So hit up healing with hit up Nicole, man, for real. She's good people. <laughs> man. I like her energy and I like, I enjoy the conversation. She's easy to talk to. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, Nicole, well, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. And uh, they can also follow your podcast, uh, Healing with Nicole, as well, right? That is correct. I'm on Anchor, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are played. And I wish you the best on your podcast journey from one podcast host to another. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I wish you the best on your healing journey as well, and you becoming a, more of a healer, you know, so... Thank you. I definitely will be in touch and we'll definitely be talking. I'll hit you up soon for that healing, for that session. Yeah, anytime. Definitely open. Whenever you're ready is the right time. Okay, I appreciate you. Thank you, Nicole. Have a nice day. You're night. welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Yes, sir, Ski. Yo, that was really a healing episode. We two hours and 41 minutes in. There was probably like a little hiccup in there somewhere. I stopped recording. I'm sorry. But yo... That was interesting. She pulled some cards for me. That was interesting, man. Tarot, Reiki, relationships. Nicole, healing with Nicole, man. Not healing by Nicole, healing with Nicole, man. For real, for real. You be, be wary of who you're going to get services from. Um, Hopefully, go listen to her podcast. Go listen to her podcast. I'm very good at reading through people, even when it comes to online. Be wary of who you're getting your readings from. Be very wary. Real ones don't say shit like that. Real ones don't express that they're scared to put out, be vulnerable because people might not think they're authentic healers and shit like that. And it ain't about being a fool. It's not about being innocent. It's about knowing that you're healing. It's being aware that you have to heal and they have to continue to heal and other people are also on this journey and it's okay to fuck up. It's okay not to be perfect. That's why I really like little simple shit that like that, that she goes by healing with Nicole, not by Nicole, because she's healing as well, too. But she's going to help you heal, too. Maybe she has information that you don't know. Maybe she has certain knowledge that you don't know and, that she, and you guys can you can learn from her. I learned a lot from her today. She's a good listener. She, she was I was able to talk to her. I got real personal on this on this episode today. I was real vulnerable. I never really talk about my um, relationship side and um you know, just my, this, you know, that side, my soft side, but I did, and I'm not mad about it, and I like that it happened organically and authentically, and I became a fan of Nicole, and I'm a fan of, 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 of her, and hopefully you guys really enjoyed what she has to offer, because I really did, and, um, she was great, shout out to you, Nicole, thank you so much for coming on Conspiracy, 
And uh, hopefully you guys liked and uh, liked the episode. And if you didn't, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But hopefully you did. And I got more um, guests coming in for you, for you guys. You know, I got a bunch of guests booked, man. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. And thank you again. Thank you again for listening to my solo episodes. I really appreciate it. Um, the people are tapping in. I fucks with the community. I fuck with my conspirators. My conspirators. That's what I'm going to start calling y'all, the conspirators. Yeah, that's pretty dope, the conspirators. But anyways, I'm about to get out of here. Uh, go listen to Nicole's podcast, Healing with Nicole. Uh, I will tag everything for you guys in the description. So if you guys didn't, you know, you don't have to keep pushing rewind to hear what she said, her Instagram name and is and all that. Because, you know, she, there's a period, period, underscore. I know it gets confusing. I'll make it easier for you guys. I'll have her Instagram. I'll have her Twitter all connected uh, in the description. So you guys can just click on it and hit her up. And go to her website, get a read, book a reading, book a healing session. I'm really curious about that Reiki shit, guys. I'm really curious about it. I just been scared. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm being real with you guys. Um, but I'm gonna do it. And if I really enjoy it, I'm gonna come back on this pod and I'm we going I'm gonna tell you guys to go do it for real. So um, but if you're have been thinking about it and maybe she convinced you, hit her up. Hit her up. Let's bring people to Nicole. Let's get her some um Let's get her some people, some uh, some uh, clients. So shout out to Nicole again, and shout out to um, everybody tapping. And I really, really, really appreciate y'all. And um, big shout out to my boy uh, Della Grimm because my bro going through it. They stole his laptop, and that's pretty fucked up. And hey, man. My boy creative as fuck, and he gonna bounce back from this shit, but I know it hurts, and I just want to send him my blessings and my love, so shout out to you, Manny, and I want to put it in the in the, in the the conspiracy airwaves so the listeners can listen, and hopefully they send you some love, too. Follow my dude, Delog Grimm. He did the conspiracy cover. I have the best cover in the game. I don't care what no one tells me. It's gonna be hard to top that shit. It's gonna be hard to top my own cover for next season if I do come, come with it next season. Wink, wink. Um, but... Stay tuned. I got more shit coming for you guys. Uh, Friday, this Friday, the what is this Friday? The today's the what? So the nineteenth, March nineteenth, I will be on a YouTube live with Cujo and Eyes. So you guys should tap in for that. Be on the lookout for that. Um, I'm gonna start going crazy on the appearances. I'm gonna start being more active live. And I'm going to turn up on you guys. So stay tuned. I'll see you guys next week, man. Chris Pierce. Okay. Grab your folders in your bags. It's the end of class. Good looking Chris X, Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And grab your folders in your bags. It's the end of class. Good looking Chris X, Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show and...